1: Welcome to Nick's presented by the Strickland and DraftKings and the Basketball Podcast Network and all of you guys listening. Lots of presented by's right now. I am Alex Wolf uh, I'm editor-in-chief of the Strickland and I'm joined for once ever by my two co-hosts at the same time on the same podcast uh, at the beginning of the show. They're not passing each other in the wind in the middle of the show. Uh, leaving me here to be the only one to answer all these questions all the damn time. Uh, so <laughs> I will go first to the person who snickered a little bit, which is Wackery Zachary Delizio, who you might uh, know yeah. on Twitter as ZJ Delizio. Zach, how are you today?
2: I'm good, man. I enjoyed that little Dr. Seuss bit there, the Zachary Wackery. That's new. Wackery Zachary. Oh, that's right. We can, yeah, can real name can't go first.
1: Yeah, yeah. You can't put the real name first. That's important. And then uh, we're also joined by Warm Perm, Swarm Berm. the uh, fuck? <laughs> I had to rhyme it again because Zach said I did so good. Warm Perm, Matt Weiss, who you might know as Matt Weiss, or Whampirm on Twitter. Matt, how are you? I'm doing well.
0: As you guys know, posted up in my office for a special
1: uh, appearance. I don't know. Yeah, the people aren't going to hear this probably because I'm going to be a pro at editing this, but there's lots of echo coming from you because you couldn't bring headphones with you to the office. You, bump. I'm sorry. At least
0: I, honestly, I'm proud I remembered my mic, which I really did not think I was going to remember. <laughs> yeah, you could
1: have been talking through like the, the fucking floppy drive port or your old ass <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Um, I uh, do want to point out, is it just me that pictures
2: Matt in the corner of the office just huddled up really creepy and people like looking at him like what is he doing? dude? It's 7:43 on a Tuesday. There's no people like to work late, I don't know.
0: There's There's nobody here. No. I'm the
1: only person here. Yeah, oh. it's like well after hours. So, yeah. yeah. So you
0: could like,
2: you know, take a shit in your boss's desk if you wanted to. Well, I wouldn't want to, but if you did, you could no because they would know it was me because i was the last one here yeah no, no i'm not saying they won't know it's you i'm just
1: saying could you you know what zach i gotta leave in a half hour what do we what's up? <laughs> i both think you just blame it on the cleaning staff but i agree uh at any rate uh, i'll give the the patreon pitch real quick this episode is of course available totally for free uh on your strickland podcast network feed but uh, the other episodes of the Nick's Mail Dot Bag with Schwinn and either Jeremy or Drew, and the Friday edition of Pod Strickland are available for Patreon subscribers only. At least the full versions. You can always listen to a thirty-minute preview, but full versions of those pods are available for six-dollar subscribers to our Patreon, and also access to the Strickcord, the Strickland Discord, where we got a lot of the questions for today's episode is available in the six-dollar tier of our Patreon. For the $9 tier of the Patreon, you can also get Strick and Roll, another pod with Poo that comes out every other week, and weekly exclusive articles from Matthew Miranda and Jack Huntley. So lots of great stuff if you want to check out the Patreon and get even more Strickland content. We also have other higher tiers that let you do things like listen in on Pod Strickland episodes, uh, let, let you potentially be on a Pod Strickland episode, host a Pod Strickland episode, all kinds of good stuff. So there's there's lots of stuff available to you guys if you want to uh support us on Patreon. That's patreon.com/slash the strickland. All right, but now it's time to get into our questions.
3: You've got mail.
1: And our first one comes to us from Discord today. And this is this is a great one. This comes from Ronnie from Hell's Kitchen. Uh Ronnie wants to know: America loves a comeback. What is James Dolan's path to being recognized as a great owner? I feel like there's a simple answer to this, right, Matt? Okay. If you have a simple answer, go for it. Oh, I, I was going to see if anybody else was thinking the same thing I did, and I figured I'd start with you first. But uh, the simple answer is win a championship. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I mean, that would be the ultimate. If he gets to stand up on the on the stage and accept the trophy from uh, Adam Silver and then plug the newest JD in the Straight Shot album <laughs> and then – Thank Leon Rose for getting the team to this point and RJ Barrett for being the best player since Michael Jordan. Um, you know, that's that's the ultimate redemption moment, I think. Yeah. So.
2: so so it's it's making a song about Kevin Durant that then gets Kevin Durant to leave the Nets and come to the Knicks and then win a championship,
1: right? What if the what if the actual thing is that the Knicks win the championship without Kevin Durant and then he writes a diss track?
2: Ooh. Boom! Ooh,
1: ooh. I just got like a shiver up my spine. Yeah, it would oh. be the most corny diss track ever. Can we think of like what the chorus would be? It'd be like, "Oh, you're asking too much of me now." Yeah, though. I really am not. <laughs> I've so used cool. up all my creativity. Sorry. It would be like, I mean, he tries to do like blues music, so it would be like something about how like Durant didn't choose the Knicks and that you know they never needed him or something. I don't know. It would be sad. It would be very. It would be like basically if you took the the Dan Gilbert post Lebron leaving Comic yeah. Sans letter yeah. and made it into a song. That would basically But it worked. Be, but it but it worked sort of. Yeah. That would basically be what James Dolan's Kevin Durant diss track would be. Honestly, that'd be pretty dope if that just.
2: I mean, that's crazy, but if that played out, it
1: know. would be very corny and very boomery. But like, yeah, it would resonate because like the Knicks would have the championship to back it up. They would. Yeah, and percent. also like
0: if they win championship, not a single Knicks fan in the world will care what Dolan does as long as it's not like horrifying
1: yeah right. pretty much
0: um
1: all right well i think that's the answer then right do we have any
0: anything else nah, to add I, or I or can't. next somebody in the discord said mark you hire mark cuban's pr team which is also a good answer
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i think unfortunately the damage has already been done there and to where Tibbs or Tibbs. oh my god uh dolan will never get the no. the Tibbs uh, too, yeah, too. will never get that uh that cuban treatment because he hasn't like I don't know, paid off all these reporters or whatever it is yeah. that he's done to make them so favorable of him. But yeah, um, it's mostly just that Cuban is like friendly to all the reporters and gives them information. So then when stuff comes up about his whole organization being a hotbed for sexual harassment, reporters are just like, well, that's terrible. And then forget about it. the next thing yeah. and start yeah. talking about what a tech genius he is. So game.
2: I think what you're saying is that James Dolan should give us all season tickets. Basically,
1: yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm with it. I think it. that's a plan. Yeah, I think that's a good plan. Uh, all right, move to our next question.
3: You've got mail.
1: This also comes from the Discord. Comes from Bomber BCM. If you had the choice, would you prefer RG to develop into more of a Gordon Hayward or a Jimmy Butler type in terms of skill set and play style? Zach, I'll throw that to you first.
2: Hmm. It's interesting because he. I mean, we pointed this out before. I think. I, I think on the pod where he's so, he's already sort of a hybrid between those two. Anyway, um, I, I think if we're saying. Hayward style rather than, like, Hayward peak versus Jimmy peak because I think Jimmy's the better player. Um, I think I'd prefer Hayward style just because of the shooting, right, where you want you want him to be able to stretch it out better than Jimmy. It, just, I mean, that's the one hole in Jimmy Butler's game is that he doesn't – can't shoot three unclear. I mean, he doesn't – it's weird. I don't understand it. It feels like when it matters, he hits them, but otherwise he's garbage at it which is also
1: good, I guess. But I, I think I'd take the Hayward archetype uh, for that reason. Yeah. I think basically like, not to say that if you take one of these away from the other, they become exactly the other player or whatever. But I think basically the two skills that stand out is big difference because they're both like, they're both wings. They both can distribute some, they both can like run offense lightly. You know, they both can score a lot of points and all this stuff, but Hayward has the shooting, Jimmy has like the elite defense, basically. Like that's like their advantage, their one upmanship over the other. Is like Jimmy can't really shoot, but he plays elite defense. Hayward, even at his best, you know, he could really shoot, but he was he was a good, not great defender. Um, I think that's probably the biggest difference between the two. Matt, what do you think as far as the which way to swing with RJ? I,
0: I was fully on board for saying Jimmy, but Zach made a pretty good argument in favor of Avery Hayward. Um I'm going to still go with Jimmy Butler because I just love Jimmy Butler, even though he, you know, we all hate him because he's on the Heat. But like, if we take that away, I love Jimmy Butler. So, like, if RJ played that way, plus, like, I know I'm kind of breaking the rules of the question, but RJ can already shoot the three. So, we're not going to suddenly take that away from him. Um, But Jimmy's just such a menace on the court that, like, it would be really fun to watch.
2: Yeah, it's true.
0: Watch RJ you know, yeah. be a player like that. Plus, like, we know how much Jimmy Butler loves RJ. So, like, I feel like at some point they're probably going to work out together. And, like, I wouldn't be shocked if that's RJ's goal is to play more like him.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm i kind of like, I guess if, if we're going to really paint with broad strokes from this question, too, I might lean more towards Jimmy just in the sense of if we're talking about play style, where Hayward is, like, n- not very vocal and never has really played, like, like an alpha type of player, whereas Jimmy Butler, like, you know, reams the shit out of his teammates and, you know, has sort of that, like, I'm not saying that he's exactly like it, but more of like a Jordan or Kobe-esque quality about him where he seems to sort of like just be a natural born, like leader of men that will do it however he has to, whether it's becoming best friends with somebody or like being their worst enemy you know, on, on their own team, you know, and whatever it takes to motivate certain guys and get them to play their best. I feel like Jimmy just sort of brings that with him for better or worse. Obviously we saw how it worked out in in Minnesota where like, he like made cat cry on his last day and then just like left. Um, So, you know, I guess it, it has its, its pluses and its minuses, but I mean, I think the RJ definitely has the, the work ethic and stuff where he can back that up. If you would ever turn into more of like a vocal leader that really, you know, gets under people's skin and stuff. Once he sort of has like the, the cachet to do it. Um, He works so hard and everything that I feel like he's got the ability to turn into that type of player if he wants to. So I guess that maybe that's my swing factor and sort of to your point, Matt, like, yeah, it's not like if we say go more down the Jimmy Butler path that he's suddenly going to turn into a 28% three point shooter um just because unless he just literally stops shooting threes which he won't because he loves shooting threes so i think i'll lean that way too although zach i see your i see your point like i think ultimately you could probably easier make up for the lack of defense than the lack of shooting depending on the coach you know if you have a coach that's not as reliant on a guy like RJ to like be the whole crux of the perimeter defense like Tibbs where he doesn't necessarily prioritize that from the guard spots. So um I think that's my basic answer. I want to wrap
0: this up by saying uh Gordon Hayward's probably a racist. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Gordon Hayward definitely has a back to blue bumper sticker. Yeah. So um,
0: just, you know, keep that in mind when you compare RJ to him. Wait,
2: do you guys Wait, just real quick. No, you. I don't I don't
0: want to do tangents. <laughs> what? Like, wait, what? I feel like we're about to go on a tangent here, which
1: would be my – Okay. Point, but.
2: No, no, it's fine. Let's keep moving. All
1: right. Yeah, because we have a very important question to get to. Matt does have to duck early. I, I mentioned that they're both here at the same time to start the pod, but we had a few questions we wanted to get to before Matt has to leave and go play volleyball again. Um, hey. So, it, uh, didn't your season just end? What the fuck? Seriously? Like no. <laughs> no. What are you
0: talking about? <laughs> The season's ending. Next week is the playoffs. That's the final week. How
2: is it the play? Didn't you just lose in the playoffs? That was in literally November.
1: <laughs> literally
2: November was four months ago.
1: Right that was just yesterday. That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? I what? Still, was happening? I still remember that defeat like it was yesterday for what it was. <laughs> that was <laughs> uh, yeah, that was awful. I was in uh, such
0: a sour mood, I skipped the pod that I could have made.
1: <laughs> yeah I remember that. because then we asked you like the next day oh how did it go and you're like we got eliminated right away i could have totally made the pot on time but i didn't because i was pissed <laughs> uh all right
3: you've got mail
1: so we're, we'll move to our next question here uh this also comes from the discord this comes from jacks 365 we got a little little fistful of questions here this first one matt is probably just for you and i although zach did you watch love is blind uh, I did, but
2: I don't remember it, so I'm not going to... Why do you not remember it? It was a month ago. Uh, was there a season one? I watched, it just watched
1: season one, then. Oh, right. no, there's yeah. a season two that just came out, right. Zach.
2: Oh, I don't care. Honestly.
1: All right. All right, so Alex mentioned that he watched Love is Blind, which also Matt did. Uh, can, can I and you guys link people from the show to the Knicks, Knicks content creators, and even people in the strict court? All right, let's try to keep this.
0: I love the question, Jax, but, like... All right, who's uh, who's Shayna? Shayna is... Um, wait, I who's really the want to say Doug. Who's I the really want to say Doug.
1: Oh, you want to say Drew?
0: Yeah, but we I think he'd be mad, so I shouldn't
1: say it. Well, it, it, Drew probably doesn't to this anyways. All right, we can say Drew is Shayna. Take that for what you will. You want to just say that? What is what is the thing that Drew is super devoted to but doesn't tell somebody until the last possible second. Oh, that's how you're thinking about Shayna? I, I was not thinking about Shayna in that way. I, you were you just thinking of being super dramatic?
0: Super uh thirsty for fame.
1: Oh wow.
0: <laughs> I told you Drew would be mad.
1: <laughs> Drew is very not like that now though. He used to be more like that. No, I know mean, you know I love you, Drew. You're definitely not we, gonna listen to this we love matter, but yeah. But Drew, you did used to you did used to ask like <laughs> it like just randomly at people on Twitter and be like, Oh, but I never get on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see who. All right. Well, Can we just shake, They told us not to say shake
0: is swim, but I kind of want to say shake is swim now. Sh-
1: Schwinn is shake. I'm sorry. It is. It's, it's not even a racial thing. It's not like saying that, that, you know, the white player is a scrappy gym rat just because he's a white player. Like the <laughs> is shake. Like they're bombastic. They tell it like it is whether people want to hear it or not. Uh, and on that same note, Shane is James. Shane is Shane, kind of is James. Yeah, <laughs> who most wants to be told they're pretty? James. <laughs> yeah, it's probably James, right? Yeah, James loves to hear. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely James. Um, let's see who's uh who's 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 Kyle? Who's the most all-around good guy that totally gets see, fucked over? See, yeah,
0: I. Kyle gives me terrible piece of shit vibes, so I don't agree. Kyle does? Yeah, I think he's an asshole. No, oh come on! I yeah. thought he was
1: pretty genuine. I think he no. just has a punchable face. I think no, can't well, definitely that. that,
0: but also like, no, he, yeah, no, I don't, I, I don't, I really don't want to derail the pod with all my theories on Kyle. If you can, you can like, you know, add me on Twitter or on the Discord if you want to know. But um, did you
1: know that there's there's rumors going around that he's dating Natalie now because they're like, no on like D- Instagram D- together all the time. DT. DT
0: D- D- not Natalie.
1: Yeah, but he's like with Natalie all the time. Like, I'm No, not it's Deep say.
0: D that he's with all the time. That's what no, I'm saying. my wife
1: literally showed me a video the other day where it was from Natalie's feed and, and she was hanging out with Kyle like in a store somewhere. Yeah, they're friends, but it's him and Deep D that are dating. Well, because he made the comment on the reunion thing of like, I should have just married Deep D. Right. <laughs> it was yeah, but like, So there was,
0: I, I can't even believe I'm fucking getting into this, but um, Danielle posted an Instagram video of, like, a, a trip they all went away on um, recently, except for Shake and Shayna, because they hate them. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, Shane wasn't there, too, actually, either, unsurprisingly. Um, and DeepT and Kyle were, like, they, like, she wrote down who all the couples were, and, like, DeepT and Kyle were, like, a couple, and Natalie was listed as single.
1: Whoa. Interesting. Uh, well, okay, cool. Well, I mean, honestly, I thought that Kyle seemed like a good guy, but I... We won't let you derail things. So, who do you think is Kyle then? Who's Kyle?
0: okay? Well, uh, under your view of Kyle, I think Kyle's Macri, right? But um, under my view of Kyle, he's also Macri. No, also Macri. that piece of garbage. I think secret piece of shit. See, I can't even. I can't compare anyone to that because that's just mean. It could be a person on the Knicks too. Oh, I forgot. I, I forgot we're not just doing content creators. Um person on the next who's a secret piece of shit,
1: Alfred Payton. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> He's not actually right. on the next anymore, but it counts. Alright, cool, that works. Uh, what about um all right, we'll go season one so that uh so that Zach Zach can, can, can maybe be involved. Yeah.
2: Oh, I don't remember. That- oh my god. I'm <laughs>
1: sorry. It was a pandemic show. I don't remember shit. Dude, you'll remember this person. Who do you think is, is Jessica Messica? Who do you think? I, who do you think is Jessica? I have no idea. The only you th- remember the one who is remember she, anything. She was the, the only, one who all the time was like, "I'm thirty 34. <laughs> 24. I don't remember. No way this can work. And then like, Wait,
0: Alex, you know, did we talk about this? How Mark is like, like, was with someone else from the show and then cheated on her, and like, he's now got like, he's having a baby with the person he cheated on her with, and like, it's just.
1: Yeah, he's got like two kids now or something. Yeah, man. Mark is nerd,
0: uh, also... See, by the way, part of the reason I think Kyle's a secret piece of shit is because Mark is a secret piece of shit. And everyone thought and, Jessica was the terrible
1: and they were one. And they were very framed similar. But yeah, yeah, Jessica also was a piece of shit. No, yeah, was I mean, Jessica's not really great, but... No, they could all be pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, they are. They're all on reality TV, so... yeah. <laughs> Actually, alright, I gotta say, the one thing that I love that... Sh- oh my god, I don't want to go on a tangent. The one thing that I love that Shake said, though, during the reunion thing... Was where he basically he may as well have been saying it directly to Shayna, but where he was like, I'm pretty sure some people just said yes because they wanted their fifteen minutes of fame and wanted to stay on the show. Yeah, no, that's and, I mean that's he's right. They all know that he's right. And like everybody's like, You're full of shit. We all loved each other. It's like, nah, dude, like <laughs> let's be real for a minute. Like, some of you just said yes because you wanted to fucking be on TV. Um anyway, uh all right, who's another? Uh let's, do one, let's
0: do one more. Who's um I'm trying to think of a good one. Who is, Ooh. Okay. Who's Sal? Who's Sal?
1: Oh, oh like so Frank Milikina, such a sweet, kind yeah. soul. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously that's a, that's an easy, that's one. a good one. Yeah. For um, me. what about, all right, I got like one more. What was I just thinking of? Um, Oh, who's, uh, who's, who's Cameron and Lauren from the first season? Um, cause they're still the golden child. Right. Like they're like the golden couple of the whole show. Uh, also Schwinn and James? Yeah, definitely Schwinn and James. Yeah. <laughs> Made for each other. Yeah. Made they for each other. They just love each other, and it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, is there any that we want to assign anyone from the strict chord? Other than our own peeps. I feel bad. Like, I know a lot of people somewhat well. From yeah, the court, But been. I don't want to put them in a box, and I don't want to potentially offend Yeah, them. we love you guys, but it wouldn't be appropriate. Whereas I know I could offend James all day. Yeah, I don't really give a shit about offending James. Or even Drew. Or so. Drew, or <laughs> Schwinn, for that matter. Yeah, definitely not Schwinn. <laughs> yeah, because Schwinn can dish it like anybody else.
3: You've got mail.
1: Uh, all right, this one technically is like more of a more of an a, a after-dark question, but I threw it in here anyway because it was also by Jax365, so just keeping all of his questions together. Uh, Has fandom gotten worse in the sci-fi world? In Star Trek and Star Wars, we have a vocal minority crying about everything. Is it the same in sports, too? I guess it does kind of come back around to sports. Uh, Zach, since you were, since you completely forgot everything about Love Is Blind, yeah,
2: it's a miracle I'm still awake over here. To be that, honest, so, oh my god, I really deserve a shout out at this well, point.
1: Well, Zach, the uh, the last Star Wars movie came out like three years ago now, or two or years it? ago. So, do you still remember that? Do you still remember what Star <laughs> Wars is? Yo, it came out pre-pandemic. <laughs> that was a pre-pandemic movie. I
3: know. Do you still remember I that?
1: I remember it vividly. Okay, um, so w- what do you think about the sci-fi fandom, and is it sort of the same in sports where vocal minority... Yeah, paint the pool? it definitely is,
2: and it's not limited to those two things either. It's it's basically anything with, like, there reaches, like, a critical mass of fandom. Like, here's a, here's a here's a good example, right? Reddit is a great thing in a lot of ways, but what when I first discovered Reddit, it was like, holy shit, there's communities for everything I love. I would go look at the communities for things that I loved, right? Like I'd be like, "Oh, I love Call of Duty. Let me go check out the Call of Duty subreddit. All it is, is, people shitting on the game that everyone is sitting there playing. This happens with every single game, every single community. They just hate it. I don't even understand, like, because the people who are not talking are enjoying it, right? Like, there's me, uh, there's us three who. Two varying degrees, enjoy Star Wars. And maybe we don't like all of them equally, fine. But we all like Star Wars, but we don't go on the internet and fucking argue about it and spend all day shit-talking the ones we don't like, right? Because we're normal people. But the, the people who are not normal or maybe have gotten too personally wrapped up in these sort of things just end up on the internet complaining. I mean, I saw a YouTube video taking down the Star Wars Force Awakens that was... I I think it was The Force Awakens. I think it was three parts, and each part was an hour and a half long. (laughs) I swear to God. And it has millions of views. Like, what? What? Why? This is is what happens. It's terrible, and I hate it.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, like, like every segment of, like, sci-fi fandom now has its, like, toxic part. Like... I mean, we've one of my favorite recurring bits is when people ask us to do the Rick and Morty sketches on here, Mm -hmm. because that's like, I think it's legitimately like one of the best shows of my lifetime, like at least to me, like it it hits with me like perfectly. I think the humor is amazing. I think the points that they make are great. Like they do a really good way of like subtly getting across things, whatever. But But like, (laughs) but, you know, there's like this huge segment of the fan base that is all just like mega incel type i mean it's, are, it's a
2: meme
0: that yeah, fan base it is, is a literally
1: it is literally a meme that like yeah. i mean there was, I, when, they, when, when they had the the fucking episode come out the like surprise episode with with uh it was like the season four opener where they're in rick's consciousness or whatever and he talks about the mcnugget sauce and whatever and then like they announced this this mcdonald's collab and then there's these fucking videos of these like dudes that came out of their basement just to go to the fucking McDonald's and then there's like one standing up on the counter screaming like give me the McDonald's, and I'm Like <laughs> what the fuck is this? Like like these are people I like it, there's plenty of people that you know if you like sci-fi stuff you're just like you have to be prepared to always have the disclaimer of like I don't want to be associated with like 80%. Now it's not that many. I don't want to be associated with like a solid 15 to 20% of people that like this stuff. Yeah. Because they're all fucking nut jobs and assholes. Um, and and yeah, like Rick and Morty is probably the most stark example for me where I'm like, it's like actually one of my favorite things in the entire world to like watch. Like I've watched the entire series like four times over at least. And yet I'm also still like, I have a small bit of shame bringing up like, oh, I love Rick and Morty because I know there's like a small chance that someone will be like, you can't tell anyone the first time you meet them. No. No, you yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: You got to get comfortable with someone. You have
1: to make part. sure that they know you're like personality right. at this yeah, point. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: Matt, what do you think about I question? I uh I'm 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 agree. I I'm agree. I, agree. I don't have anything you're to You're pulling I'm uh I'm trying to plan. I'm going to make a suggestion because I have 8 minutes. Um so I'm going to uh, I Jake Andrews directed one question directly at me so we should probably skip to that. And then I also want to answer James's first question before I go, and then you guys can. Oh. All right.
1: All right. Well, so, all right. So we'll. we'll- Sorry. So- I'm really
0: ruining the, the flow here, but.
1: You're killing us. All right. right. So I'm going to have to put the Nick's Mail.Bag After Dark drop twice now, but for the first time, we'll go to the <laughs> Nick's Mail.Bag After Dark questions right now. Hello.
3: You've got mail.
1: And our first one comes from, and this is like all for you. So I'll read this whole thing off. This comes from our buddy Jake Andrews on Twitter at NYCritics with an X. <laughs> I think this is all about the new Batman movie. It's What's all about that? it's all about the Batman. Did you guys oh
2: fuck! Wait, wait, wait! Did you guys see it already?
0: Yeah, I haven't seen it. Either.
2: Oh, I I haven't seen shit, so I'm pulling my ears. Oh, okay. Um, uh, well,
0: not I'm good. going on a right. answer. So I'll read, okay.
1: I'll read the question off because I'll be I
0: don't very care. vague. Just read them all; they're all related. Alex, just read them all. All right. Um, uh, I will so, be very vague.
1: <laughs> so these all these all come from Jake. Uh, Would a smart criminal leave a dead body in the back of a trunk and bring it to a drug deal? <laughs> Follow up question: Is it true that you can't leave town if gangsters steal your passport? Like cars don't work? Uh, Follow-up, follow-up. If two men engaged in a high-speed chase on a major highway that led to a Mack truck flipping over and killing tens of people in a ball of flame, wouldn't a police officer have to arrest at least one of them? And then finally, Matt, as an attorney, I'm most interested in your opinion. Uh, I was also going to ask, would a a DA snort cocaine at the dining table in a crowded club with a stranger who identified him as the DA? But as a fellow attorney, I think we can all agree the answer is maybe. Okay, so Jake, Unfortunately,
0: since neither of my co-hosts have seen this movie and because I don't want to spoil anyone else on top of it, I'm going to be, I'm going to really answer all these with, with uh, very quick hits here. And you know what? I would suggest you ask it again in a few weeks when hopefully Zach and Alex have seen the movie and we can then put a spoiler on everything and talk about it more. But, um, would a small, would a smart criminal leave a dead body in the back of a trunk and bring it to a drug deal? No, no, they would not. Follow-up question. Is it true that you can't leave town if gangsters steal your passport? Like, cars don't work? Um, I mean, yeah, you can, but on the other hand, like if you're, you know, from Russia and like could get deported, if you like seem like you're illegally here, might not really go over that well. Um, if two men engaged in a high speed chase on a major highway that lead to a Mack truck flipping over and killing tens of people in a ball of flame, wouldn't a police officer have to arrest at least one of them? Yes. That's my biggest nitpick about the movie. That was completely insane. Um, and somebody should be in jail. And then finally, uh, would a DA snort cocaine at a dining table in a credit club with a stranger who identified him as a DA? And the answer is, if that person looked like Zoe Kravitz, I think he would. Would you,
1: specifically? No, <laughs> but I don't snort cocaine. So what I if would you not picked up that? a nasty cocaine habit, and then, <laughs> you know, someone that looked like Zoe Kravitz came in and was like, yo, what's good? And no, was I mean, like, you, know, you like, want to do this line with me? Like, let's, let's go have fun. I, I'm just saying,
0: like, that guy clearly was – a loser. Again, I'm trying to be very vague here.
1: It's probably uh, Harvey Dent. I don't know. <laughs> well, it, it, it's not Harvey Dent. Okay. Um, oh, whatever. Anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh also I'll say, Jake, I know you didn't like the Batman. I'm sorry. I loved it. And Alex and Zach, I think you guys will too. Anyway, let's move
1: on. Yeah, I've, I've mostly heard good things about it. So we'll, we'll see. But yeah, Jake, uh if you want to just like bump that in a few weeks... Hopefully Zach and I will have seen it. I know I'm going to go see it in IMAX 4D or whatever the fuck it's called. So have your seat moving around? No, I just I read this. I read that like <laughs> oh, you the, saw that article? Yeah, you yeah, saw that article. So, on someone Kentucky. sent it in yeah. the Discord today, and I read yeah. it, and I was like, that sounds hilarious. Like, that was I fucking hilarious. I, I, want, I can't I believe that it. guy went through that. It was so funny. <laughs> I, I want to go see one movie like that now, just to say it. You know, I would not suggest seeing Batman like that. No, no. I'll make it a movie I care less about. Yeah, do it like
0: um, during, do it for like the Jurassic Park movie. That
1: would actually be kind of dope. I bet.
0: Yeah, I think that like, would be a good idea. If they, yeah. if
1: they worked it where when the T Rex is like screaming yeah. at the camera, that you get like the spit flaying on you and shit, that would be kind of oh. fun. It's not All real. Right, I, do, and I have weird just enough learn. time. Just enough time to answer James' question. If we All want right. to sneak that in,
3: you've got mail. All
1: right, James's question. Yeah, we'll sneak this in. Uh, round peg, round hole in the Discord is James's name right now. Let's say you meet someone and start dating them, but don't know their last name. What's the longest you can go not knowing this person's last name before it's extremely weird?
0: Hey, Zach, um, how long have you been oh dating God. this woman?
2: Uh, probably around four months at this point.
0: Jennifer, four?
1: right? Yeah. yeah,
2: something like four, three or four. It's, it's way less than four months, I'll tell you that. It's way less than four months. <laughs> I'm I'm genuinely curious to hear... What other people have to say about this?
0: Well, I'll tell you. Zach knows my opinion because we've had so many arguments about this on on the Slack between me, James, Alex, and Zach. It's really
2: basically all we talk about.
0: <laughs> yeah, it really is all we talk about. Um, Swin doesn't really participate in these arguments, but the, the other four of us are always arguing about this. Um, I just It's not weird to just ask a the person their last name if you're dating them for a little bit. Like, I'm not saying like, and I, I mean, I have gotten people's last names on the first date when I met them on a dating app. Which, by the way, you didn't even meet her on a dating app. You met her like out in real life. So it's even crazier that you don't know her last name yet. Um,
2: I don't see the connection.
0: Like, I I have no problem asking. It's like people have asked me for my last name. It's like very
1: and you very say common. Right.
0: I I think what's crazier, honestly, to me, is that you've seen her
2: last name on shit and you can't remember it. Yeah. Dude, it was it was Eastern. Europe. It was like Czechoslovakia, you know, like like how how it's, it's like a vowel after then a Z, and it and Wait, I was does like, does she Whoa. not have mail sitting anywhere? What? She's a mail sitting around anywhere? Are you suggesting that I go through her mail you have to through go through it? He's the, the top of her name
1: <laughs> on it. You need to you need to pull the Seinfeld and try and go in her wallet to find <laughs> what her name is. Yeah,
0: right. Okay. I I just will, be like, be like, hey, can I um. Can I see your ID, Jennifer? I, like, really want to see how I cute you look. I wasn't
2: sure if you were actually 21. <laughs> no, I,
0: I was going to say I want to see how cute you look in your in your driver's license picture. That's
2: actually, you've definitely done that before. You I've it. never done that. That's
0: so creepy, but I want you to be oh creepy as possible. Oh, my God.
2: You've definitely done that. No, I, I really that have That was not. way Let's... too smooth for something that you said. That wasn't smooth. With it was not cup. smooth at all. Not like oh, I want to see your driver's license picture. It's probably cute. Because
0: only I thought of it because Alex said go through her wallet. It popped in my head that you could look at her driver's license. Oh. Um, okay. Alex, do you believe him? Uh, I don't know. It sort of sounds yeah. like he's done this. <laughs> yeah. I really don't. <laughs> I, but I just told you I literally just asked them for their name if I wanted. So why would I have to do that? I don't know. you <laughs> we were checking their age, dude. Uh, I I'm confident that I'm not dating yeah. any. Uh, Anyone who's underage. Um, I
1: just want to know if her last name is Mulva or Gipple, or <laughs> is that a reference? That's, that's the Seinfeld episode. Oh, have you okay. guys ever seen that one? No, I don't think I have. Um, it's, it's so so Jerry like meets this woman at the grocery store or whatever, and then he's talking to George about, it, and he's like, "Oh, what's her name?" He's like, "I don't know. <laughs> I didn't get her name, or like she told me, but I forgot because I was oh. nervous because we were just talking or whatever." And he's like, so I'm going to try to figure it out. So in the whole episode, he's like trying to figure out what her name is. And then she at one point drops the hint of, well, you know, I used to always get made fun of because my my name uh, rhymes with the part of the female anatomy. (laughs) And so he and George are like sitting at the coffee shop and they're like, what could it be? And they're like, Mulva, (laughs) or Gipple, <laughs> <laughs> like all these names, and it ends up being Dolores, <laughs> Dolores Contoris. But oh my god! Um, yeah. Um yeah. All right,
0: I gotta, I gotta get going. But right. I want my parting words to be: I really hope Zach finds out her last name when he is asking her father for her hand in marriage.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm I gonna just, bring I this just, as long as I can. I actually. just hope I just hope that it winds up being not Eastern European at all. And it's actually Yeah, oh yeah, it, it would it's be actually so great. Weiss. It's, it's actually, Weiss. <laughs> it's actually Yeah, like- she's
0: she's my cousin. Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah that's, that's what's great. gonna happen. It's actually like Martinez or something. Yeah, like- that's exactly. that's a, that is a good good option. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right. right. Well, I I good luck in your game, buddy. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right. All right. Well now that Matt's gone. I can tell you all about the best-kept secret in sports here. College basketball fans, join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. It is really that simple. If they win, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still join the College Hoops action with DraftKings Pools. Everyone can play free pools all March long for a shot at a share of over $250,000 in prizes. Simply join a pool and answer questions like who will make it to the next round and who will hit the most three-pointers, uh, and then you track your results. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN, bet $5 on any college hoops team to win, and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code TBPN. Uh, This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, 21 and older, restrictions apply. See show notes for details, which I will read off real quick. Let's see how quick I can do this. Ready? If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER in a whole bunch of different states. I'm not going to read off. 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona, 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado and New Hampshire, 888-789-777, or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-877-770-STOP in, LA, in Louisiana. 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. Visit opgr.org in Oregon. Call or text for Tennessee, the red line at 1-800-889-9789 or one 888 532 in Virginia. All right, that's... Eligibility restrictions require or apply, five dollar deposit required. See draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details. Boom. All right. How was that, Zach? You said you nice. wanted me to get Yeah, that. that was better. Yeah? Did I do better this time than last time? Yeah. All right, good. Last time you were on, which you know was like a month ago. Um oh, there it is. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we are back to not after dark questions. So now that we've, you know, stroked Matt's ego and taken care (laughs) of the question that was just for him and the ones that he wanted to answer, uh, we'll get back to Jack's 365's questions from the Discord. So
3: you've got mail.
1: uh, First one, (laughs) neither of us (laughs) might have an answer. Have you watched the the, uh, HBO show? Not yet.
2: I'm I'm watching on Thursday with a couple of friends of mine.
1: Okay. Well, I'm going to watch it at some point too, but. For now, we have a question from Jax 365. What has Jerry West done to Adam McKay? Apparently there was like something this this week where they made Jerry West look like an asshole. Um, oh, really? Yeah, like I guess it was like something where all I know is that I think like Mark Stein was tweeting about it, which it's kind of bizarre. I'm like, bro, go on your burner if you're gonna like tweet spoilers to a major TV show. Yeah, but, seriously, Um, you're a like giant you're, account. Yeah, you're not like a normal person. You have like right. 2.1 million followers, but <laughs> and people have tweet alerts set for you. But Wait, anyway. actually,
2: I remember. That, oh, I don't remember what got spoiled, but I remember. I think Le'Veon Bell tweeted out some fucking spoilers for some shit. It was like the same thing. Like, bro, you're not just a normal person. You can't just do this.
1: Yeah, like get a burner. Get a be yeah. like be like Housie. And create yep. an account just for your bullshit, you know? Yep. Like, props to Halsey. She made an account just for basketball. She's like, my main account exists for my music and shit. Here I'm going to talk about being a Lakers fan. What a champion. You know? Yeah, exactly. You know, do that. But anyway, I guess there's something with Jerry West ends up with a shouting match with someone at the in the show or something. And, like, I, I don't know who it was. like, you know, ends up, like, shouting with someone at center corner or some shit. And it makes Jerry West look like a huge dick. Ah. Uh, that's all I know. So... I don't know, do we want to get, like, I think the the de facto answer is Jerry West obviously boned Adam McKay's wife, right? Right. Yeah, that's that's over Or the sister? Answer. Or sister, yeah, I guess that's more nah. too. That would probably yeah. be even weirder because Jerry West is like ancient, but, you know. Right,
2: I mean, that's what made him mad, probably.
1: Yeah, yeah, that would make me a lot madder too, you know. If, right. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go with that. And, uh, you know, he had relations with Adam McKay's sister, uh, obviously.
3: You've got mail.
1: Uh, All right, and then (laughs) Jax365 also asks, is it right for your leading player in the clutch time? Clutch time is defined as the last five minutes of a game when a team is leading or trailing by five points or fewer uh, to hardly get any touches, and you go Burks, randall heavy ISOs. What could this be in reference to? Yeah, I don't
2: know. Uh, Nothing really comes to mind. Um, You know, because everything's going swimmingly in crunch time and in the fourth quarter as a whole, really. I don't don't know what there is to complain about.
1: Yeah, I mean, R.J. Barrett shouldn't touch the ball. And he's too young. He's much too young to get right touches right. late in the game. He just
2: doesn't have it, you know?
1: Yeah. Alec Burks getting to the rim and shooting 30%, though, that's yeah. the best possible thing that the Knicks
2: Yeah, are. because he just collapses defense. You know, when Alec Burks gets going towards the rim, defense is panic, and yeah.
1: that creates shots for others. So what's we need a, to use that. What's a good reference to how good Alec Burks is at breaking someone down off the dribble, but how terrible he is at finishing on the inside? Oh, like I think it just has to be someone that's got like a ton of game, like, you know, like as far as like romantically, you know, like someone that can go out and like talk up any woman or talk up any man or whatever. And then, you know, like gets to like the home stretch and then just totally can't. Just anything. literally shits himself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you walk in the door of the
2: girl's apartment, and shit and it, your pants. And it's
1: just like, like literally, literally shit. <laughs> yeah, literally here. shit your
2: pants and just run away crying. And just, oh God, I have to leave.
1: <laughs> not again. <laughs> <laughs> now that Matt's not here, we can say how many times that happened to Matt in his life. <laughs> we shit his pants, literally. Yeah yeah definitely, at least once definitely once yeah, yeah definitely once he definitely shit his pants one time yeah
2: oh uh, wait uh so i've been going to the gym recently and and i go in the morning and when i do a leg press i am so scared that i'm gonna shit myself <laughs> i'm just i'm telling you this now because if it actually happens to me i'm gonna be traumatized and we're gonna have to go over it well you need to yeah
1: you need to tell me about it if it does happen yeah oh yeah Make yeah, sure yeah. no me. i'll tell
2: the whole podcast i don't yeah. care
1: it's I think you, though, because, like, leg press makes me farty. Like, <laughs> seriously, See? I start I start getting, like, gassy. Like, yep,
2: this is what I'm talking about. This is is right. it, and in the like, morning, bro, I'm not pooping before I go to the
1: gym. No, I don't either. Yeah, it, like... I never feel like I'm going to shit myself, but like, it definitely like all, and it makes me like burpy and farty, like it literally, because you're like, you know, squishing in your stomach like that. So like your intestines
2: it, are getting manhandled. Yeah,
1: exactly. So it's, <laughs> you know, it, it like definitely like forces the air up one way or the other. Sometimes I'll get out like, cause I do like a set of like 30 when I do it. Right. And so I'll get out like my first like 10 reps and then I'll literally have to pause for a second, just to, like burp for like five <laughs> seconds and I keep it, it's quiet, oh, you know, okay. I stifle it, whatever. But like, I'm just like, ugh, ugh. And, and you know, it's just not fun. I'm like, do I don't you know, you
2: just it. made me realize though, that, uh, and then, then we can move on. But this is just hilarious. Like, uh, so if, if you're doing 30, I'm assuming three
1: sets with 10, right? No, I do 30 in a set. I do, oh. I do like a power set of like press. Yeah. Fuck? Okay. Well, I, do, I do two sets of 30 usually with like, yeah. I don't know how it translates. Cause it's like a machine, but like usually with like oh. 200, 265 pounds. Or Dude, something. you got to get on the real ones.
2: No, I like the machine. I know you do, but you got to get on the real one. It's not the same. I did the real one too. To, I did the machine for a while when I started because I was very intimidated uh, by everything. And I was like, oh, I'm pretty strong. And then I went up to the big boy one and was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> we got to get it going. But, but the big one, you also pick it up quickly. It's, it's a, it's a full leg thing. But, um, anyway, what, what, you know, when you're done, when you do a really hard, uh, set like you can't even walk mm-hmm. so like I'm just imagining on the last the last rep I do 3 of 10 and at, by the time I'm, up, I'm going to that last one I'm pushing myself so hard shit myself get embarrassed try to stand up fall over because my <laughs> legs are dead can't and then walk you,
1: out a, li- a little bit of shit spilling out of your shorts yep, then. just right yeah. out of the shorts just yeah. and
2: everyone knows everyone heard it uh, now Someone- they can smell it Someone I can't was, walk.
1: Someone was like eating their breakfast burrito, listening to this, yep. and just, like puked all over themselves. Just someone like, jumps out the mind. window. Yeah.
2: What's happening? Yeah. Now this is my nightmare.
1: Yeah, so, pretty much. Yeah, and stuff. then and then Jennifer such a such last name walks in. Oh yeah, right? she's a hundred percent. She goes to my gym. So oh my god, also, yeah, you're screwed. Yeah. You're screwed. She yeah, walks yeah, yeah. in. And that's the end of this nightmare. Right. That's it. <laughs> and then she goes, oh my god, Zach. I'm so glad I never told you my last name because I'm moving <laughs> to Siberia, where I'm from, <laughs> uh, right now.
2: Nice. We didn't tie that together. Good
1: work. (laughs) All right. yeah. I I hope that Matt listens to that so he can be proud of me. Um, He won't. Yeah, he won't. He He already (laughs) says he only listens to himself, that narcissistic fuck.
3: You've got mail.
1: Um, Anyway, moving to our next question here. This is a little more basketball. I feel like we've answered some variation of this, but I'm happy to answer it again. Uh, This one comes from uh, ZMP323 in the Discord if the Knicks were to move up into the top four of the draft, would you A, make the pick, B, trade back, or C, trade it in a package for a star like Donovan Mitchell, for example? And then Prez chimed in and then uh, Zach uh, agreed with him and said, or Zion as part of that star thing. So, Zach, where are you with that right now? We're obviously about to get into March Madness. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't you know. Use promo code TBPN at DraftKings. Uh, <laughs> call 1 800 Hope NY. Anyway, uh, but. Um, we're about to get into March Madness, so things are about to shift into high gear with draft stuff, especially because there's less than 20 games left for the Knicks, and they stop. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think about this dilemma? Honestly, dude, I
2: don't know. I don't know any of the guys that are available there. Um, I don't know what the tiers look like. I don't know anything, so I feel like I'm going to leave most of this to you. I will say I, I don't really like the idea of trading back. Um, I don't mind going to get a start. If it's a young start, I think that's okay. Um, in theory. I mean, obviously it depends on exactly what you give up in the exact context, but uh, generally I would say
1: either make the pick or, or trade it for a star. But w- what are your thoughts? I guess it would depend where in the top four you land, right? Like, I think that is very, you know, that sheds some context on it for me too because I think... I would be pretty happy with anyone that's in the top four of the draft, and I consider them all to sort of be a step above the rest of the guys in the draft.
2: Even if that guy isn't – what's it?
1: Paolo? Is that how you pronounce his name? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Isn't he a four? Yeah, he is. So, uh, honestly, like the top three projected guys all sort of project to be fours, at least early Right, so does that scare you? No, like because I think that if the Knicks get lucky enough to win the lottery and they can get like Chet Holmgren, who I think is probably my number one guy, along with a lot of people, like some people have concerns about his weight, you know, and whatever and how he's going to translate to the NBA if he can eventually transition to a five or whatever. I don't really care if he can transition to a five eventually, because if he ends up just a tall four that can defend a bunch, you know, at least like fours and fives credibly and can defend the rim as a four and can also shoot and pass and dribble and do all the good stuff that he can do on offense. Like I don't really care if he plays the four and I re-sign Mitchell Robinson to be my five. Then I just have like two, fu- you have almost like this, like idealized version of what, you know, you had given yourself a minute to daydream about back in 2018, 19 of poor and Mitch, you know, mm-hmm. um, except for Chet actually passes and is an actually good shooter and can actually credibly defend a few positions you know like is not super slow-footed and stuff like that so i i think that's sort of where i'm at with him like i would just take him and then be like all right well it's time to find julius a new home like we just were gifted this from the basketball gods let's not fuck this up um that said do i think he's good enough that i wouldn't trade him for like zion if given the opportunity or donovan mitchell or let's I think we're going to get a question about him in a minute, but let's say, like, SGA becomes available because we know that, like, Presti has a super hard-on for, like, you know, draft picks and stuff and would love mm-hmm. to have, like... Like, his whole goal is, like, I want to get a number-one pick. And, like... So if, you know, he gets the opportunity to get the number-one pick, even if it's in what's considered to be a weaker draft, he'd probably still trade SGA for it. Um, I don't know. that That's where I'd have to trust, like, Walt Perrin or whatever, you know, like, and be, like... right. Hey man, like just how good is Chet because we know that SGA is a great NBA player. We know that Zion if we get a commitment from him, like if we could talk to him extensively and get a commitment from him that he's going to be in shape here and commit to what we want him to do from like a, a physical perspective that he is like definitely better than anyone that you could take number 1 in this draft. Um Donovan Mitchell is already a fucking stud. You know, like if you can and if if you feel confident in him, you know, you could take him and you know uh, trade the number one pick. So that's where it gets a little sticky for me. Anywhere else in the top four? I mean, I view, based off what research I've done, I think that Jabari Smith and Paulo Banchero are pretty equal to me. They're equal but different, you know what I mean? Like, Paulo is more of a, um, like a, like a pure scorer type, whereas Jabari, as of right now, seems more like he's like, three and D with some dribble abilities and stuff. Um, that said, I really, I think I probably like Jabari more slightly. Uh, and then there's Jaden Nivy too, who I think is sort of ascended into that discussion of like making this like a, you know, a lot of people have like chat as like their sole tier one. Uh, like I know Prez does for example, and then sort of are like, yeah, like Jaden Ivey can realistically slot in there sort of with like Paolo Benchero and, and uh, Jabari Smith. So I, I don't know. I you know, if they got like the number two pick, I would be like, uh, you know, if whoever's at like number four feels super strongly about one of those three guys from a purely like NBA two K style approach to things, I would be like, Yeah, sure, I'll trade I'll trade the pick to you for, you know, pick number four or whatever, just give me some good shit to move up two spots and we'll call it a deal. Um, but you know, if I had Walt Perrin in my ear from Leon Rose and he's saying like, no, fuck, no, fuck, no, don't fuck this up. Take, take Jabari Smith to number two. Like he is head and shoulders better than Paolo Benchero and, you know, Jaden Ivey. And this is why, like, you don't want to take that chance. Then I'd be like, all right, fine. And I wouldn't do it. And I'll just make the pick. Um, so it's all very context dependent. If you're asking me now though, like number one pick, i would probably just make the pick and take check. Cause. I really see the the potential for him to be like a mold breaking player in the NBA. And I think I want to kind of commit to Mitch and I think it'd be great next to Mitch. Um, and then you could trade Randall and get those kind of extra assets that you're looking for. Um, if it's the two through four, or let's say the two or the three, I would try to trade back to like number four and get some assets back and then just take whoever's left over. If it's the four pick, that's maybe the scenario where I'd be like, Let's aggressively try to trade this pick for a star because we're right on the cusp of this tier here. We're getting the person who was like the leftover of the the top four. So clearly the three teams ahead didn't see something in him to make them want to draft him. So do we really want this guy? Um, and unless, you know, while Perrin again was like, oh, no, take him, take him. It's a home run. I'd probably try to be like, yo, let's, let's aggressively pursue a star with this fourth pick and try to make this happen now. And, you know, then you still presumably get to keep Julius Randall too. And then you could have like Julius, RJ and star X, whether it's like Donovan Mitchell or whatever. Um, And, you know, you might have a realistic window to really try to make some noise like in the the near term rather than, you know, further in the future. But I think that's, I think that's my general uh, thoughts on that matter. Yeah. What do you think? Like philosophy wise, what do you think? Is there anything that you would change there?
2: No, I think that makes sense. I mean, I I believe in trusting the the, the scouts. Yeah, just like you were saying. Like, I think like, that's
1: mainly what it comes down to. Like, I don't know. have one of the best in the business right. next to me, and Leon right. Rose definitely does. Like, Wall Parent definitely knows what the fuck he's doing. Yep. So I Why think do that job. That's what he's there for. I think my overall takeaway is I would trust Wall Parent. You know, I think that's that's my main thing. Agreed. So trust, trust him and. And, you know, see what he says about the the guys. And if he thinks one of them is a legitimate, like, game breaker, then stick with it and draft. Um, that said, like, Zion is the one guy especially that if you can get a commitment from him to get in shape, he's still so young that he's the main one that kind of gives me a ton of pause and makes me say, like, I think he's way better than anyone in this draft if he's at his best. So I, I think, think I'd
2: probably do it for Gilgis Alexander, too. I think he's on that same...
1: Yeah, he's having a little bit of a down year this year, and he's already getting paid. That's the other thing. True. Uh,
2: but Zion, come on. He's going to he's what, he's gonna have one year. I mean, maybe it matters if you're going and getting, like, a third star. That yeah. That could be – Right. But like he's also the number one pick. He, he can't be making that little.
1: He's making, like, $13 million or something, but – That's
2: still a fuckload of money. That's crazy, actually. I,
1: I guess there's something to be said, though, for if you think that you could trade, like, Randall and pick four for Zion and then get, like – Brunson or something, like sign Brunson in free agency because you just created that money by trading. Right, you just have some space. Yeah. So, you know, that creates that space. And then you can roll with like a starting five of like Brunson and then like either like Grimes or Fournier and RJ and Zion and Mitch. Like, hmm. that would be pretty cool. That would um, be crazy. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. And with like a really, really solid bench so you didn't have to touch too much because you gave – essentially the four pick and Randall would probably at this point, I mean, I can't imagine that the pals would have that much leverage if Zion specifically did like the Porzingis maneuver. I mean, you're going to have to throw them a bunch of picks too, but who fucking cares? I don't, I don't know about that because if Zion says like, trade me to the Knicks or else I'm taking the qualifying offer. If you send me Uh, somewhere else, they
2: still, but that's what AD did and they still
1: got a ton of shit. Yeah. But it was a different scenario because, well, I guess sort of, you know, like, AD gave a list. Like, Zion could be more forthright about it and just be like, I only want the Knicks, period, or else I'm just going to – It always
2: ends up – like, the picks don't even really matter, though, because you're talking about
1: 20 picks in the 20s at that point. You would hope. I mean, Zion's a big question mark. That's Yeah, you would hope, for sure. If he doesn't doesn't suit up in, like, a single game this year, that's a big – That's also
2: true. That that does give, um, hopefully, some leverage on our end, but there's leverage for a reason because
1: it's a risk. Yeah, and if the Knicks are the only ones that the intel from Zion himself, are like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll get in shape. I'm just getting fat just to screw them over right now. Like, <laughs> then you really get some leverage because nobody else knows that except for the Knicks. You know, I'm not um, even going to entertain that thought because it'd be too good.
2: I don't want to. <laughs> no, I can't.
1: Yeah, I'll... yeah. It. I mean, I'm just allowing myself to dream a little bit because they already have. They was, already I... have two two thirds of 2019 Duke Voltron. You know? <laughs> that would be so. fun. It would be really fun.
3: You've got mail.
1: Uh, but we can move to our next question here. This uh, this one came technically before I asked for questions, but I think it still applies. I didn't listen to this yet, but it, it sort of applies because we were just talking about Brunson anyway. Uh, Old underscore Tara on the Discord asked, did Tyrese try to sell us on Brunson as our starting point guard by saying he's not on Tyus Jones' level as a playmaker? Um if Tyrese actually said that, what's your reaction?
2: I don't even understand.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand how that's a selling point. I mean, I think Tyus Jones is good. He's a guy that I would entertain as like a Bronson backup plan if you want to try to sign a point guard this this summer. I, but I feel like Tyus Jones is just a backup point guard, right? Like I don't I, I think he's like shown he, some flashes that he can maybe Is he
2: older than we think?
1: Hold on. I think he's like twenty six.
2: I feel like he's been in the league for ages.
1: Yeah, he also has his brother who looks exactly like him. So I'm like, oh, maybe that's
2: why. Yeah. No, Trey
1: Jones is the newer one, right? Trey Trey Jones is the yeah, yeah. He's 25. He's gonna be 26. 25. Wow. He was
2: in the 2015 draft, so I'm not wrong. It's just old because he came in at 19
1: years old. Yeah. Yeah, But But you know, he he has it written on him of like you know I think that he has you know a a chance to maybe turn into a. You know, maybe at this point in his career, as he's about to enter his prime. He could turn into like a league average starting point guard. Um, I mean, I guess it
2: seems like a, he's never. I mean, he's fine. He's just never really impressed me
1: that much. Yeah, I think he's good. He's like, he's like the equivalent of like a good, slightly better than game manager quarterback. You know, like slightly above average in football. That as long as you have a good ecosystem around him, your team can still be good. But, Maybe, but do you – I don't think he – could ask him
2: to be the 15th best point guard in a, a starting point guard seems like a lot to ask from Tyus
1: Jones. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it is a really deep position in the NBA, contrary to what it feels like as a Knicks fan, where they can never seem to find right. the right one. right. But point guard is, like, probably – arguably the deepest – like, starting point guard is arguably, like, the deepest starting group of players, where there's, like, enough parity outside of, like, the top five, where – You know, there's, like, big arguments about, like, who's the number six point guard versus, like, the number 20 point guard. Yeah,
2: and the other part of it is that's only counting point guards. If you include all primary ball handlers, then it gets even worse where you're talking he's not even in the top 30. You know what I mean? So, like, I mean, he's – I wouldn't be opposed to him. I just don't – I don't know if he's a starter, you know? Yeah. Well, so
1: how do you feel about Brunson then? As, Honestly,
2: I need too. to watch him more because I know people are all over him and have been talking him up a lot. I like his game. Uh, I liked him in college, believe it yeah. or not. I, I always – I thought he was interesting, but he is small, number one. That's a real thing that matters. Um, I mean, he's kind of feisty, so I'm not this, – this isn't a Trey Young situation, but size – oh, God, size does matter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't come up with anything else to say there. Um, I, I don't know. He's a good shooter. I like that. I, I can't speak with any nuance about his playmaking. I just
1: haven't watched a lot of him yet. So so for you, is it the size of the point guard or the motion of the ocean?
2: It, it's really the motion of the ocean because Chris Paul exists. Um, but, you know, in reality, you know, there's outliers everywhere. You got to you gotta, yeah. you gotta uh, play the numbers, right? Yeah. <laughs> I lost it now. I don't know.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I we'll think I, I think with Brunson, like I actually think he's a great fit if you're still committing to having a team with RJ and Julius on it. Um if you're potentially interested in like moving on from Julius Randle this offseason or something, I might shoot a little higher than a Jalen Brunson or at least wow. try to hold out for someone a little better, in which case I would probably support going after a Tyus Jones as more of like a stopgap. Um, and a guy with a decent salary, you know, you sign him to, I don't know, 10 million a year or something over four years or whatever, and, you know, can have him start for a little bit and just sort of like, see you on until you get that opportunity to trade for a better lead guard. Uh, which as, as you just said, like is one of the deeper positions in the NBA is like really good lead guards, contrary to what the Knicks have experienced. So, you know, I, I think he would be good enough to hold down the fort. Just I say that about Brunson because I think that he's best in a role sort of like what he's in in Dallas, based off like literally talking to people. Like we talked to Lauren Gunn on uh on Locked On Knicks about this, and she was like, "He's sort of like a Swiss Army knife where he can like be, he could be your initiator, but he also is really comfortable off ball and all that stuff." And you know, it's also not to forget that like Quickly will still be on the roster, so if you get Tyus Jones, he might even be like Quickly's backup. And you could just right. elevate quickly to starter with a coach that's not Tibbs and could actually see him as a point guard. Um, so yeah, I, I think or as a as a point guard in the mold that would work well with with Julius and RJ, because I think that what I just said about Brunson also applies to quickly. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, there's there's like there's a lot of scenarios where I would entertain not getting Brunson, but yeah, I do agree with Oltera in the sense that if if Tyrese is trying to use somehow use him not being on Tyus Jones's level as a playmaker, as a selling point, then that's really stupid. Shame on you, Tyrese.
3: <laughs> You've got mail.
1: Um, all right. Our next question comes from, uh, the discord and it, Oh, I, I forgot to lump his questions together. Oops. Uh, also comes from bomber BCM. Do you see OKC acquiring another high pick as a deterrent or incentive for SGA to get traded? Um, we sort of touched on this a minute ago. I mean, this particular year, if they, let's say OKC lucks out and they get the number one pick, I think it works as a deterrent because all the top players are bigs. So if they get a top four pick or a top three pick and, you know, they get their choice of whoever's left at whatever pick they're out of, of Chet and Paolo and and uh Jabari, like – they would be like, oh, we could just pair him with Giddy and and SGA, and we're well on our way, you know. And I still think they would still want to get uh, Victor Wembanyama next year. I feel like that's like their ultimate end game here. But they have so many picks now that like they'll probably have another lottery pick, whether it's theirs or someone else's next year. Uh, I could very easily see almost like the Clippers or something ending up in the lottery next year if things don't improve with Kawhi and and Paul George as far as their health and stuff. So. I think it would kind of work as a deterrent if they luck out in the lottery this year. But, Zach, do you feel any different about that? I also have no idea because it depends what pick. Like, their own pick. I, I don't know what difference it makes. Um, yeah, how many? I'm going to look real quick and just see, like, how many. They have so many picks fucking there. picks. Yeah, I don't know how many you're projecting. So I have, thought
2: maybe, maybe the implication was, like, maybe they trade more pieces for more picks. Mm-hmm. Which, in that case, I think would be an incentive for him to get traded in, in his own mind.
1: yeah. So oh, like, in, like a, in a really funny twist of fate, they uh, they only have their own pick in the lottery this year. Really? Yeah, which is kind of funny because oh. everybody for years has been like, oh, KC okay, so is going to own the top the lottery of every single draft to right. the time," but they have the Clippers pick, which uh, they're currently not in the lottery. Uh, they have the. Uh, I guess the only other pick they have this year is the Phoenix pick, uh, which is obviously going to be all the way at the end because Phoenix is going to be the number one seed. Right. So, um, yeah, as of right now, I mean, I I think if they landed in the top four, that would actually sort of disincentivize them from trading SGA. Whereas if they – let's say that like the Knicks or some other team lands in the top four and then OKC is looking at like, okay, well, we have like the sixth pick and -and so-and-so is in the top four – we want to get in the top four to draft one of those top bigs. So we'll trade SGA for that pick. And then we'll make our own pick back here. And there's more guards here that we can choose from. So we'll just take another guard, you know, even if they're not SGA and might never be SGA, you know, it sort of plays more into their like long game strategy of, I I think they really want the top pick in 2023. Um, cause they want women Yama out of France. Who's like a fucking monster. Um, And that they want him to be like their centerpiece of the rebuild. Um, So they'll like shit it up for one more year and have no problem trading SGA to get a really good player in the top four. Um, But I think if they just get that pick, they might talk themselves into like, eh, all right, we'll roll the dice with all the other picks next year. And hopefully someone else ends up in the lottery, but not us. But it's too good of an opportunity to have that good of a young core right away and, and to not do it. So, yeah, I think that's my thought. Mm hmm. With mm-hmm. him. Okay. All right. We'll move to the next question.
3: You've got mail.
1: Uh, next one comes from Prez. I don't know if this is meant to be. This is in the in the Discord. I don't know if this is meant to be like sarcastic or what. But yeah,
3: I was trying to figure that
1: out. Uh, Prez does says does Obi need shooting practice or LASIK? Uh, is this in quotes for a reason? He put it in quotes in there, so I almost <laughs> wonder if that was him just like making a joke. Like,
2: yeah, I feel like that. I mean, what else could that mean?
1: Yeah, I don't. But, know. Uh,
2: I don't know. Do you think Obi wears contacts? I have no idea. If he actually has bad vision, what the fuck are they doing? Give his man some contact lenses, it's twenty twenty two.
1: Yeah, or just get him LASIK. That's definitely covered yeah, under your basketball insurance. <laughs> yeah, no, we could go get James Dolan to pay for this shit and, and then, like, uh, LASIK is like a one day procedure now too. Yeah, like,
2: exactly. Just fucking knock it out. Come on. I remember it
1: was so funny, shit. like my mom got LASIK like way the fuck back when, like when it was still pretty new, like like two thousand one or something. And I remember it was just like so wild, like literally back in the day, like when they when they did it, you would have to like have someone to drive you home because you had to wear like literally like a blindfold your whole way home because you couldn't have any light in your eyes. And then my mom literally had to like sit in her room with all the shades drawn. And like I think they literally put like blankets over the windows so there could be less light getting into the room.
0: because You
1: weren't supposed to have like any light. And she literally had to sit in a room like that for like a week. And like,
2: her, you turn into Gollum
1: basically, like, and like, like her eyes, like, for the first like three days were just like constantly watering and stuff. Oh, and like, like what'd she you even did, do that whole time? I guess just listen to the stuff. I think you could have like some light light on, you know, like, like some very like yellow dim light. So she had like a, a very faint light on and she was like reading or something. Oh, God. Um, but like mostly just sat there and just like fucking like slept, you know, like, and was just like not it's just turned into golem exactly what you said but yeah but then like years later like my one co-worker got lasik like in like 2016 or something and like he literally went in the morning got lasik and showed up to work wow really <laughs> he at, yeah, he work at, like, yeah he was at work at like yeah work at like 1 p.m and it was just like i was like wait i thought you were getting lasik today he's like yeah i did and i'm like wow what the fuck i'm like don't you have to like take off like a couple days and like not be out in the light and whatever and he's like no I'm like, dude, this is so different from, like, you 15 years. You fucking idiot. Before. Yeah, it's, like, so different from, like, Wait, 15 you it was years. What
2: 2001?
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Some stuff doesn't advance that much in 15 years. I that mean, that's bad news. wild. That is a huge jump. Yeah, like, that's crazy.
2: That's super impressive, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he was literally just like taking work, and he's like, yeah, check it out. I can, like, read stuff at the back of the store now. Huh. And then he was trying to say, like, his vision was better than mine. I'm like, bro, I've had 20 vision my whole life. Like, he's like, yeah, oh well, mine's like,
2: mine's you like 20 like
1: could you? Well, you he had to like... flex the vision. No, but he started it. Like, he was like, <laughs> I bet my vision's even better than yours now. I was like, dude, I've had 20 vision my whole life. Like, my I was
2: born in 2020 vision. I'm and... not a wolf. I talk like <laughs> this.
1: <laughs> I was born in 2020 vision. Yeah, yes, there we go. <laughs> I'm bloody <laughs> shit, so I'm just jealous. For you, the world was darkness. For me, it was always lights. <laughs> like that. You're having um, so
2: much fun with this.
1: I love talking in Bane <laughs> voice. Um, I, I actually don't do the best Bane voice. I wish I, I wish I did it better. I think Matt thinks he does a great Bane voice, but it's actually kind of, it's like hilariously not that good, but also like close enough.
2: Okay, so I'll make sure to bring this up next time and bait him into doing the Bane voice. Yeah. So I do yeah, mention
1: it. A goal for next podcast will bait him into doing Bane. Yeah. Voice ooh, part. I like this. Yes. Yeah. And you yeah. know what's actually, you know what's kind of fun about this whole thing where you guys are like never on at the same time for that long anymore? Set each that other up. I get to do all these conspiracies, you know, to yeah. like get you to like fuck with you guys. Ooh, what was the conspiracy <laughs> for me? I don't know. We just like shit talk you. We didn't even have a conspiracy. Wow, that's
2: super whack. <laughs> I love how you said, I love doing all these conspiracies and then immediately we're like, we don't even do that. We just talk shit about
1: you. <laughs> Actually, I think like, I think we did think of oh, something the one time and then I just like didn't follow through. On Forgot. It.
2: Wow, shocking.
1: Well, the best one, the best one that I did on you is when we did the Star Wars one and then he showed up late and then I just like told everybody like, hey, I'm going to ask Zach this question and then nobody say anything. Oh and yeah, that was they, good. We that just let good. it be blank. That's right. And then it just sat there, and then you're just like, hello? Hello? <laughs> hello? Talking, talking,
3: talking, talking, <laughs> talking.
1: I'll so never stupid. stop. So stupid. All right.
3: You've got mail. Uh,
1: moving to our next question. This Wait, company. the answer is shooting practice, by the way. Oh, yeah, it's shooting practice. <laughs> that's right, so that's yeah. the answer. And if he, if he needs LASIK and he hasn't had it already, what are you doing, James? Don't yeah, seriously. Open up the checkbook Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, all right. G-Baked from the, the Discord asks, other than the Knicks – who do you want to see win it all this year? I feel like we've oh. definitely been asked this before, but let's answer it again because this changes over
2: Yeah, I feel like it changes. Uh, I want to see the Sixers
1: win because I want Team Chaos
2: and also because it means Boston, Chicago, and Miami all cannot win.
1: And Brooklyn.
2: And Brooklyn, yes. Yeah, but, oh, dude, the Sixers? Dude, the Sixers, can you imagine how angry everyone will be if the Sixers win? Joel Embiid will never stop trolling anybody. James Harden will have a ring. Everyone's going to fucking have a meltdown. Oh, yes. it would be so much fun.
1: I guess I just like – I despise how they play basketball, and it's just really annoying to me. No, this is there. bigger than
2: that, dude. This is bigger than
1: that. I guess it is. Like from a from a chaos perspective, you're right. Yeah. That's, that's the nuclear option. Yeah, right? exactly. That's fun. That's fun. Like Daryl Morey would finally get a ring. Yes, and never exactly. Stop the dude, imagine up.
2: what – fit. remember when the Eagles won the Super Bowl?
1: Yeah, uh Wait, dude, Philly went eam like, shit? Like, come it, on. I mean, Philly itself would not implode as much as the Eagles because it's definitely more of a football town. But like it, the dude, city the guy would still be ate, nuts. But ate most dog the- shit, didn't he? Yeah. Didn't he lick horse shit or he something? Horse shit off the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, no, that's crazy. <laughs> now there would definitely be some chaos in Philly. I mean, mostly though what would happen would be like NBA Twitter chaos of just people like losing their shit. Exactly. beat and Daryl Morey like trolling the shit out of people yes. on Twitter all day, oh, like oh. writing basically like "fuck you" letters to every person that ever. Wrote oh, it would be so stuff. good. Um, I, I'm trying. I kind of honestly, I don't know if this is like cliche or something. I kind of want Golden State to win it though. I was gonna say that for the West, yeah, just for I, fun, dude.
2: That's I, I fun. like,
1: I like that they have managed to like, like Schwin kind of talked about this in the Discord today, but like Golden State, like the year that Steph and uh, Clay were out. You know they kept it up. You know what I mean? Like they sucked, but they like kept drilling their philosophies into players like Wiggins and and all these various guys, and you know kept the machine rolling. You know what I mean? Yeah. And by the time all was said and done, like now they have all these guys that they like integrated into their machine, and when their best players came back, like it was re- they were all ready to step up and turn into a top team again. Yeah, um, so yeah. I really like how they've done everything. I like and you got to watch
2: Steph Curry the whole time without KD to to take some of the glory away. Just yeah, this, Steph
1: going off. So hopefully, this, did did Steph ever get a Finals MVP? I don't. I don't think, think he so. has. Did no. KD get both? Yeah, I think KD got both, and then the first one was Iguodala like for reasons unknown. Right.
2: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: So right regarding
2: LeBron, when LeBron yeah. should have
1: gotten it. So so now he can get his first finals MVP. Like I just like right. Steph too. I think he's a good dude.
2: Yeah, me too. He's dope. Fully, and just the entertainment
1: factor. Fully fully won me over with the uh with the like getting the little girl court courtside seats and uh, Oh yeah, that was stuff. that was awesome. Cause you know that he didn't do that for the headlines either. Like he's just like, Oh, that fucking sucks. Let me give this girl courtside yeah. seats. Like Cause he's just a nice guy. Like I genuinely think he's just it seems crazy. like it. We don't really know him though. Was we don't he? really know, but I get the <laughs> feeling that he's, he's legitimately, our team
2: is better than anyone else at minimum.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, also I'll say my back. I mean, I want a Milwaukee back to back out of the East. That's so boring. Come on. I like Giannis. Like, like back to let's keep it fresh. When was there? When was the last time there was a back to back? I it? guess golden state. Yeah. And so. that wasn't even a,
2: I mean, that wasn't, that was like four years of the same finals matchup.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh no, I, I still I think Milwaukee winning back because I like Giannis. Giannis is just like Steph, where I'm like, he's so likable. I just I want to see him win. Yeah, that's that's true. So I but I uh um, I'm selfish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I I love that one. I don't want your weird chaos fucking masturbatory fantasy here of Milwaukee. Oh. You just wait.
2: <laughs> now nah, James Harden will have a meltdown in Game Six. And then, yeah, imagine if Ga- dude, imagine if James Harden goes to for like forty-five in a Game Seven to huh. to win the NBA Finals. Nice. Come on, Come, that would be terrible on like, on like fucking fifteen free throws. It would be so funny.
1: Yeah, but see, it would that's the so thing. funny. It's never gonna happen because the whistle's gonna tighten up on them, just like it always does on Harden in the playoffs.
2: now nah, you know, you get two fouls on three-pointer, and uh, you know, you're rolling well your
1: way. No, they're gonna, they're gonna, you know. The the whistles going to tighten up and they're not going to they're not going to be as good in the postseason. And I hope they lose everything, quite frankly, um, <laughs> including their wives. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. You said yeah, that. I didn't. I didn't say You applied it. it, was, <laughs> yeah.
3: it, was, it was, I, I didn't listen. Everyone
1: heard that.
3: <laughs> You've got mail. All
1: right. Uh, our next questions come from Stingy, and one of them is a basketball question. So I didn't put these in the After Dark segment. Um first question for Stingy is uh you got any gum? Do you have any gum? Is that That's a my reference to it. something? Is I, I don't I assume it is, otherwise this is just delusional ranting. He, he asks that like almost every other show, and I never know what it means. So maybe he'll <laughs> finally say We it. also should never
2: ask him and just let this happen.
1: Just let it ride out. We'll see if you yeah. listen this far. Right. Um all right, next question. Actually, all right, let's do the let's do the middle one first.
3: You've got mail.
1: How much you bench, Zach? You're apparently back in the gym. How much you bench? So, first of all, I was never in the gym. Let me (laughs) let me clarify right there, right out the gate,
2: never done it. This, I mean, I I, like since high school at least. I thought, Um, yeah, but I thought you said you've been
1: going back to the gym, and that's like no, no, I've been
2: going like recently. I started going in January. Yeah, Um, so like two months now. No, but you said I thought you meant back as in like.
1: No, no, no. How How much you bench? How much you bench? Oh, so actually,
2: been going back to the gym. (laughs) So I don't actually bench; I do a dumbbell press instead. That's what Um, I do too.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. I've I've heard that it's better for your shoulder in theory, and that it in theory is like slightly better workout potentially. Um, And also, I I have like a not like a, a fear, but like I just get nervous being under the bench. Like I've seen now, when videos- you're doing a
1: solo, you should, if you don't have a spotter, you should never do bench. Solo. Right.
2: Right. And I don't have a spotter. I'm always yeah. going solo. Because and that's with, why dum- I don't with dumbbells, sp- you,
1: you can bail out easily. Right.
2: You don't right, drop them. right. Yeah. So I do dumbbell press and I don't know how that translates. Um, well,
1: just, just say it. I mean, I'll say my number for dumbbell press too, because that's what I always do. Yeah,
2: I do. So I do 50 on each. Okay. So, and that's like, I mean, I started at thirty five, so even that is tremendous progress for yeah. me.
1: Yeah, I did um I now do the one machine. Like I go to Planet and they have this one machine that's like it's like you're seated um in like a regular sitting position and you're like pushing out from your chest. So yeah. I have absolutely no idea how to contextualize that. What weight. the fuck are you talking about? Push out from your chest? Not up? No, you push out. Yeah. It's out. like it's it's like Instead of an incline bench where you're pushing up, you're pushing, like, straight forward from your chest because you're sitting at a normal angle. Oh, you're sitting straight and pushing. You're sitting straight up and pushing straight forward. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, but it's it works your chest still. It's the same general concept as doing a regular bench press. Um, so, I do that. I have no idea how to contextualize that. But when I was doing dumbbell bench, I used to do 85s was my number. Nice. Um, Damn 85 is big boy. That's when you can't even fucking move it around. You, yeah. you gotta put it on
2: your knees and throw it up at your upper body.
1: Yeah. I used to always, <laughs> yeah, I would like, I would always take them and like pull them up one by one to my, to my, you know, thighs oh on the bench. Right. It, and then like, then get them in position, <laughs> lean, lean back with them, like sitting on my chest and then start pumping them up. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's so, a, they, so you don't expend any effort just getting the weight up. <laughs> right.
2: That's great um, Yeah. Those, that's, that's pretty serious.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was that was at my best. I mean, I probably if I would if I would be to do it today, I would probably do like seventy fives. Like when I first started going to Planet, they only go up to seventy fives. So really? yeah, it's fucking weak. It's like the one oh. thing I hate about there as a someone who well, works out. Uh, but so, isn't
2: that the whole thing? with Planet Fitness is like for like you know like newbies and stuff. And they exactly. Don't so,
1: but I still wish that they would do a little more to cater to the people that clearly work out a lot well Um, pay more than ten dollars a month you motherfucker i guess yeah or i could just start bringing my own i'll just be like hey guys i brought the gym in your fucking house yeah right you have Um, a house but uh i have a condo to be clear i don't have room to build a personal gym yet but Uh, (laughs) anyway so uh but there i would do 75s and i would do like three sets of like 20 or 25 or whatever because was just like it was too easy so i just would try to tire myself out basically um which actually worked pretty well. Like I think I gained a little more definition that way for a little bit, which was nice. So lesson learned. Um,
3: You've got mail. All
1: right. This was the stingy sort of basketball question. Uh, am I the only one that thinks Tibbs will be back for year three? What do you think, sir? Uh, 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 pro- probably. I mean, I think there's a chance. I don't, I don't know.
2: It'd be, um, it would be, like, I know shit has been horrible this year, and, and for good reason, but they did just come off, like, the best season of the decade, also. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, if you're looking at it objectively, <laughs> they almost balance out in a way, right? Yeah.
1: I so, sort of, I could sort of see him, it. I, yeah, I could see him coming back. I will say, if Tibbs does come back for year three, that's my first strike against Leon Rose, officially. Yeah, for sure. But
2: they, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, it doesn't look
1: great. Yeah, I I think it's more than likely he gets replaced. I think that, if I had to guess, I think the plan has been because there's definitely been a dramatic shift in philosophy for Tibbs lately as far as who he's playing. Except Alec Burks. Except with Alec Burks. And except in like late game situations when he feels he's empowered to, but he's like been making a point to play Deuce, to play Sims, to play. Which, else. God. except for Obi who he hates um but sure. like i think my working theory is that basically the front office is more or less told him like look you're not going to be the coach next year but for optics sake like you know we'll we'll let you <coughs> excuse me ride out the end of the season and then we can sort of frame it like we're amicably splitting in the off season if you want you know, Uh would just say that we're like mutually parting ways or whatever. So it's not like Tibbs is fired. Um, And you can say like, you know, for your part in it, like that you didn't want to be on a team that's prioritizing youth and rebuilding or whatever, Um, you know, and we can just say, you know, we accepted that and let you go and we're going to go a different direction. Um, And then that sort of gives Tibbs like, Not another nasty firing on his record and leaves the door open for someone else to potentially hire him, however unlikely it would be because word gets around in the league. But, you know, like it it at least leaves the door open a little bit for like, you know, hey, maybe Tibbs could get a job somewhere else, um, you know, after he's done here. So that's kind of my working theory is that they're doing it for optics and for Tibbs' sake, you know, to make it look like a cleaner break on for him. Mm -hmm. But I think they've basically, I wouldn't be surprised if they've said to him, like, look, you need to play these young players. And if you go out of your way to not like, then we will fire you early, you know, like, and then it will look bad on you. So take it for what you want, you know, but I think Mm -hmm. that's, I think that's probably where they're at. That's just my working theory though. But anyway, all right. Anything to add to that before we get to after dark? No. Okay. Well, we actually uh, pretty, pretty much it. All right, well, we did do two After Dark questions because Matt insisted, but for the second time in this show, I will bring us into Nick's Mail.Bag After Dark. Hello, ladies.
3: You've got mail.
1: And our first question is very much, I put this one first. It would have been first had Matt not insisted on leaving to go play volleyball or whatever. But uh, this one is the most in spirit with the After Dark moniker. So I had to go with this. Uh, oh my God. Far off the mark in our Discord asks, as a non-NBA player, which physical attribute would you rather have? A seven foot wingspan or a seven inch spin wang? <laughs> now I'm assuming a spin wang is like a, it's like a dick that can spin. Um, I think
2: the seven inch part, was the more critical portion, but I could be wrong.
1: <laughs> I think seven inches is a fine size. spin wang. And wanted. a spin wang means a that you're spin-wang. like you're like a human dildo.
2: <laughs> Wait, dude, like, did, did
1: you ever see meat spin? Did I ever see what? <laughs> Just Google it. What is it called? <laughs> meat spin.
2: <laughs> meat spin? Meat spin. Like spin wang, but spin meat, and then meat spin. I see Meat Spin is a musical artist. What? No, 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 most certainly not. Meat Spin on a
1: Meat Spin GIF. Alright. Meat Spin is a shock site featuring a clip oh. from an adult film set to the 1985 Dead or Alive song You Spin Me Round. <laughs> Can oh, you just look name. it up? Yeah, that's Rook what I'm people. doing. Hold on. Yes. <laughs> Boy, I
2: look deranged by knowing this offhand, don't I?
1: I don't know if this is the OG or not. Oh, this is like someone getting meat spinned, it says. And they're like reacting. Oh. The room. That's kind of Wow, funny. what?
2: Is it like, this is like OG, like Lemon Party and Goatsy. You remember this shit?
1: Yeah. I'm on Know Your Meme right now and it's like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Length. This is Yeah, this is definitely all right, let's one see. of the earliest memes. <laughs> all right. All these things. Oh, meat spin dead memes on Reddit. Uh, okay. Yeah.
2: But there's no gif?
1: It was just a gif. That's all the website was was just a gif with some sound. No, oh, it says the plugin is not supported anymore.
2: Oh my god.
1: So you you could go to the website and it's not there anymore. So I can't actually. No. Yeah, unfortunately. That is truly tragic. Next thing you're going to tell me that they've turned off two girls, one cup. I know
2: exactly. Like, what do you mean? This is
1: part of the internet's history. What are we doing here? I never watched that by the way. I heard a description of what that was. I was like, I'm never watching that video. Oh no, don't watch it. That was like a rite of passage when we were like in high school. And I was like, no fucking shot.
2: Like lemon parties, just kind of funny. Um, Two
1: girls, one cup was vile and I will never forget it. There was all those other like super gross ones too that went around. Oh, like, yeah. There was the one where the dude like sat on a glass bottle and it like broke. Oh God, no, no, no. We're done here. Like, <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, just no. terrible stuff. I know. Stuff. It's, I, God, Jesus. I it's, don't want it's to. It's a up. wonder that our generation has turned out okay. By I don't think we did by and large, <laughs> yeah. by and large, you know, like I, I guess TBD. We're getting there. I, I think in general, millennials are pretty grounded. Like it's weird considering all the weird shit that we put each other through as kids, mm. like at the advent of the internet, when people were like, just figuring out how to post fucked up videos to the internet. And there was like, no safeguards against them. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> like, you just go,
2: you go on the womenparty.com at school. It's just like, Oh, here's a yeah. bunch of old dicks. Yeah. Oh,
1: I do remember that one. Someone did go on that on a school browser the one time. Yo,
2: dude, yeah. I, I have a very distinct memory in like literally elementary school of someone telling me to go on like like xxx.com, and I had no idea what that was. Yeah, I just did it. Yeah. It just came up. I was in like fourth grade. Yeah, it was like in computer class. It was just like titties on my screen. And I'm pretty sure the teacher noticed.
1: You want to know a fun story for me from uh, that general, yes. general age range? Uh, not for me specifically, but there was, there was like, it was almost an urban legend because of how people would talk about it. But I'm like 99% certain it was actually true. There was uh, apparently a kid. Uh, stayed after school one day at, at my school and was like in the library, like pretending he was like working on a project and apparently like jerked off in the library and got caught. Wow. And that poor kid for all of high school was the kid that jerked off in the library. Oh, and, wow. And he, also had br- he had a twin, he had a twin brothers. Oh, who poor was, <laughs> who was they were like fraternal twins, but like, I mean, actually, I guess they were sort of identical twins. Like, they looked almost exactly the same, except for, like, the one was a little heavier set, and the one was skinnier. And so, like, the the skinnier brother was the one that didn't jerk off in the library. And Of course. So all, the, no. <laughs> all, the, all the time, dude. He just caught so much heat, like, because of his brother, and he was at, like, the brother that jerked off was, like, I mean, not to be mean, like, I feel like I'm transforming right back to high school. but Like, he was kind of a loser, like, kind of like uh, you know and then like the other brother was like always trying to escape the fact that like his brother was like a fucking loser that jerked off in the library well, sounds like this might have destroyed their family no they're they weirdly got like from what i could tell like i didn't interact with them really like after high school from what i could tell through like social media like facebook back in the day and whatever they actually got like tighter after high school like put it all behind them i guess once once wow. his brother was no longer the kid that jerked off in the library. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But wow. I, I don't I don't think anyone that I went to high school with uh listens to this podcast. But if anyone that I went to high school with does listen to this podcast, uh you know who I'm talking about. But my high school is not very large, so I doubt it. Um also I've never been I've never had anyone that I went to high school with other than like my friends that I'm still friends with to this day that just sort of like I tell to subscribe to my podcast and I don't care if they listen to them. <laughs> right. I don't think anybody else knows about this shit anyway. So it's fine. Um, but anyway, we still have an answer to the question. Do you want a seven foot wingspan or a seven inch spin Wang? I'll take the wingspan. What are you using the wingspan for? That would be better than the spin Wang. Dude, I'm going to the park. I'm going to shit on everyone. Yes. Yeah, so I you just do that anyway. That's for pickup basketball. You're thinking, yeah, are you pick kidding? Yo, I'm going to
2: run shit. I'm going to be dunking on people. You're fucking kidding. That's,
1: ah, man, that you might have just changed my mind. That's what I'm saying. Dude, who needs a dick? What are you talking about? You're you're already married. You're good. Yeah, with a seven-foot wingspan, I could dunk finally. Easily, bro. Easily. Come on. I'm so close now, and, like, those extra, like, six inches of wingspan would definitely make the difference. Yup.
2: You'd be at the park running shit.
1: Yeah. All right, never mind. I'm taking the wingspan. I was initially going to say the spin wing for the novelty. Boom. (laughs) For the novelty? Yeah, you changed my mind. That sounds really cool. I want to dunk. So and I want Thank to. Thank you for admitting
2: you have a chode to the audience. No, I. <laughs> did we ever
1: get into this where we gave up our dick sizes on this pod? The one no, time. No,
2: no. I mean, I, I,
1: actually, I'm sure that has come up. I'm pretty sure, I'm sure we did James that James
2: asked about it. If he yeah. isn't
1: in this very podcast. I think we got asked to rank our wiener sizes, and that was the first. <laughs> that was the first time that I did. I hate
2: that you call it wiener.
1: I hate it (laughs) so much. (laughs) I'm going to exclusively call penises winners from now on. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) On this show, just to make you uncomfortable. Okay. Thank you. Um,
3: Great. (laughs) You've got mail. All right. This
1: this takes us back to a more PG time. Uh, What director, uh, this comes from G baked in the discord. What director would you most like to see make a star Wars film? We were talking about star Wars a bit in discord today. Um, Is it a cop-out answer if I actually say that the person that I most want to see apparently still has a deal for a trilogy, and that's Ryan Yeah. Yeah, me too, honestly. Yeah, I want to give him more Star Wars movies. He makes good movies, dude. He makes good movies. I like The Last Jedi so much that I want to see him do more. That's basically it for me. Yeah,
2: I want to see him do a whole trilogy. I'm with you on that completely. He's
1: he's still apparently signed on for one, but it's been very quiet on that front. Yeah, please.
2: I mean, but they've they, been very quiet on everything.
1: Well, they did. They did publicly say, like, uh, "What's their faces?" the The Game of Thrones writers, because the last season of great Game of Thrones was so bad, they lost their Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> they were going to get good. Fuck. Um, or they never explicitly said that that was the reason, but like it's, right after yeah. the last season of Game of right. Thrones came out, they were like, "Oh yeah, by the way, they're not doing a Star Wars trilogy anymore." Yeah, we can't. We can't. Um, that. That's but, uh, so but ryan johnson as far as i know is still doing one he's probably my number one if you were going to go with someone outside of it though who would you say uh
2: so these are two well two very different angles because i what i want from star wars is for them to do something different um have you do you know who alex garland is Mm -mm. so um he did 28 days later which is not uh he was like a co-writer i think or something like that but he does like like kind of modern
1: sci-fi like have you seen ex machina i haven't but i do it's Ooh, always been it's always been on my to watch list and i've just never watched dude, it it's so good oscar
2: yeah, isaacson and he's such a fucking hunk it's actually also domino gleason who is also i think he's Hux. okay it's okay. a bunch of star wars fucking people <laughs> it's just such a good movie dude it's so good watch it. like the it's, a, it's just like the artificial intelligence wonder. yes um,
1: don't spoil it. don't look up shit just go watch the fucking movie Yeah, um, no, that's it I, I I've had a few movies like that that've crossed off my list recently like I finally watched Arrival after Oh, like, so good. That Arrival's so, long. so good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I finally watched that and I was like, damn, this was really good. I'm glad. Yeah.
2: Arrival's that. one of my favorite movies. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Yeah. Uh, good. And actually, Villeneuve would, I would love to see him do Star Wars. <laughs> but he basically, I mean, that's what Dune sort of is. So we're yeah.
1: fine. I'm fine. Um, he could just stick with Dune. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That, that's okay. Let him do that. Um, but, oh, Alex Darwin also did Annihilation, which I doubt you've seen. Natalie Portman, most Star Wars. No, but that.
1: I, I see that's another one that's on my, that's on my list. That was actually the one I wanted to watch after arrival. And I just, have Oh to, uh,
2: yeah. Be prepared for that one. That X ex machina. I think is way better. Um, annihilation. I heard very it like weird movie. It's
1: good, yeah. but it's very weird. I heard it like very much fucks with your head.
2: Oh yeah. It's also fucking terrifying. Yeah. Um, but it was good. I, that's not a, no, no recommendation. It's just fucking weird. You're going to have to Google it after I yeah. did a lot of research after, like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. yeah. Um, but regardless, he does, like, he does, like, sort of heady sci-fi, I guess. And I would like to see that kind of take on the Jedi because that's what I want them to – like, Like, there's this room here. Like, clearly the Jedi were wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the, the the true way to do this is in the middle, I think, is where this should be headed as far as, like, uh, how you're trying to propel the Jedi. If it were – think of it as, like, a character arc, right? Mm-hmm. That would be the apex of it, in my opinion, and I think someone like that would have a really interesting take on, on the Jedi as a whole, and also as
1: a good filmmaker. So I think that'd be fucking dope. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that'd be kind of cool in this, in the way, sort of like that. Filoni with like Clone Wars and stuff, sort of. Yeah, the Clone Wars did stuff like that. Yes, they exactly. examined like, hey, maybe the Jedi aren't actually really right. good. Right. You know. Right. Like, they have like very heavy flaws, and that's why they literally a galactic government fell apart under.
2: Yeah, exactly. Because objectively, they are they fucked up and blew it, and uh,
1: there's really no reason to think that they were right. But even if they showed like, like mid canon, you know, like like in between like the Old Republic and like the you know Galactic Civil War and all that shit, like if they found like a middle ground there to sort of show like the decay of the Jedi and like yeah. how they sort of turn into this, like yeah. all knowing shitbag bag fucking, you know, organization. That's always like, I mean, you it know doesn't that. even have to, it doesn't
2: have to turn into this grand thing. It can just be yeah. like one person even who is yeah. like in the Jedi order and gets, uh, disenchanted by it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah.
1: Like a whole story that comes from that. That's all yeah. you have to do. Yeah. That'd be pretty dope. Um, I was going to say, I'll take it in a totally, totally different direction though. I really like that idea actually. Um, and this might be like marvelifying it too much, but I would love like the next time they were gonna do a movie that's like a like a solo type movie. And even if they did a solo sequel, quite frankly, because I, I actually like the first one quite a bit. Yeah. Um, me too. if they if they did like a solo sequel, I wouldn't mind getting someone like a like a James Gunn or like a Taika Watiti or something like that to do a Star Wars movie and do like a more lighthearted, like Sure. funny funny but like bang bang action like almost like or you know I guess like sort of like shoot them up almost in a way too like where it's sort of like dryly humorous, but just like yeah. non-stop action. It doesn't take time. itself seriously either. Exactly, yeah. Like something like that. Which, by the way, Shoot'em Up is like one of my all-time favorites. I actually like have,
2: I've, that's on my list. Yeah. I, I'm going to add that. All-time
1: all, all favorite like sleeper fun movie. Like it's just like non-stop action the whole time. And it's absurd, but it's like super fun. Right. Um, I,
2: by the way, you are aware that Taiki Watiti directed an episode of The Mandalorian, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. It was, okay. it, wasn't it the one that he also guest starred in? The one, with, uh, the, the one that starts I, off with I the... I think
2: so. I can't remember. It's the I, one with the stormtroopers in yeah. the beginning.
1: Yeah. It's fucking
2: hilarious.
1: Yeah. And, and like, it was one of the last episodes, and it has yes. the stormtroopers. Yeah, and actually. they're just sitting there shooting at a rat yeah. or something. It's I think so funny. He, I, I thought he was one of the stormtroopers or something in that scene or something like that. Like... Oh, I can't remember. I it was so long ago. But, yeah, it's it's been a minute. I couldn't imagine their voices if I wanted to. Yeah, remember, I'd love but, to
2: see that. That would be fun.
1: But, yeah, I think if he did, a, like, a a Star Wars movie, because he showed, like, with Thor Ragnarok, like, the reason that that movie was so good is it didn't take it so seriously, but the action yeah. was still amazing. Right. You know? So, like, you could still have great action sequences and have the movie be kind of funny, too. And even have some of the action be funny in the moment, you know, but still epic as shit, you know? Like, yeah. Like, it's so there's there's a good balance we struck. I think they could do it. That would be, be, be fun. fun. To see with
3: Star Wars. You've got mail.
1: Uh, all right, back to back to our good buddy James Marcita. Uh, round peg, round hole via our Discord. We've got. <laughs> so we already had the the question about the the last name. So we don't have to do that. Anymore. Oh my god. Uh, I don't think either of us are gonna have an answer for this because I don't think we've watched it. He said thoughts on genius, which is the. The uh, Kanye documentary on Netflix. I haven't watched oh, it. Oh, I don't give do a fuck. I don't care. I don't know if I'm going to because I just kind of hate him these days. Yeah,
2: so. I, don't, I don't care about Kanye.
1: I yeah. like his music. I'm good. I'm over. I'm over Kanye the person. I still listen to everything through Life of Pablo before he went crazy, and I still enjoy it. But that's pretty much it with me with Kanye. I don't really care to watch a. From what I heard, because t- it was being talked about in the Discord the other day, it's basically like it starts off with like some kind of meat old footage from back then, you know, that people took of Kanye or whatever. And then it sort of just ends with being like, let's feel sympathetic for Kanye. And like, and I'm like, no, he doesn't deserve sympathy anymore. He's, he's dug his own grave at this point. Um, so that's, that's what I feel about that. So no, we don't have any real thoughts on genius other than through the great fine shit.
3: You've got mail.
1: Uh, next question from James Has Julius Randall contributed as much to the Knicks as Albert Einstein did to physics. Yes. Sure. <laughs> what a yeah. weird analogy.
2: You push it forward, and then uh, someone else took over.
1: I guess, yeah. I mean, yes. How sure. much? How much do you know about Albert Einstein? <laughs> I don't know
2: shit. I was like, I was sitting here like, was that physics or was it something? <laughs> no, it was physics. <laughs> math. Math is physics, kind that, of. Right? That's what E equals M C squared. Yeah, is. yeah. Like no, physics. that's what I was thinking. I don't, I don't actually. I never studied physics, so I but know I know that. that's uh, energy, mass,
1: something. Squared rather. energy mass coefficient square. I don't fucking know. Um, yeah, I, I have no what idea. Let's not
2: pretend we know anything. About yeah. This?
1: Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, sure. Yeah, I guess. I, I don't know what the what the equivalent of what Julius has brought to the Knicks. I mean, maybe if you're saying like, yeah, like he just provided a good blueprint. I mean, Julius did bring the Knicks back to relevance last year, and right. now he's sort of showing that things have passed him by a little bit and is sort of passing the torch to RJ. Albert Einstein got old one day and died. Yeah, and this is the equivalent of that. Uh So there we go. The 2020 to twenty one season was Julius Randall's E equals MC squared. (laughs) That's actually very fitting, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah.
3: You've got mail.
1: Uh, Okay, so then James's last question is, can you touch the floor with the palm of your hands without bending your knees? Like in a stretch, this isn't a fucking riddle you had to make that the
2: palm of your hand. Honestly, dude, I got I ju- I've been stretching for like a couple months now. Again, like this whole gym thing. Um and I can get to the point where I can touch the floor with all of my fingers at once without any knees. and I was
1: impressed with myself for doing that. So, um, I don't the palm? No. <laughs> my answer is right now I could not, but when I was more actively doing yoga, I could. Um, I was able to get my palms on the floor. Uh, it was like those, that was like on my best day. Like I used to do hot yoga where like you, you're fucking, you know, your hammies and all that shit really get stretched out. Cause it's so hot in the room. Mm-hmm. And after, after a little bit, I would be able to, you know, I would, when I was warming up, I'd be able to like touch, you know, get like my full fingertips on the ground and whatever. And then by the time that I got done after like a million forward folds, I'd be able to put my full palms on the ground. Wow. And that was at my best. So. Yeah, nah, I'm I'm good. I I will say I haven't actively done yoga for like a number of years, and yet, still to this day, I'm still way more flexible than before I did it. So like, even if you just do it for a while, it like stays with you kind of forever, like your ability to be a little more flexible than you used to be. Because I can remember back in like high school and stuff, I used to like like even just like touching my toes was like painful shit. I know, I know, um, me too. That's why I had to start doing this shit. It was pathetic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, once you, like, get established that baseline, I feel like it does. As long as you provide just a little bit of support to it, it, it sticks around. Um, You know, like, as long as you, like, stretch, touch your toes before you work out. You know, every time you work out or whatever, or play basketball or whatever, it generally stays yep. with you. So, yeah. Work from home, baby. Stretch at the computer. Stretch at the computer.
3: You've got mail. Uh,
1: All right. Our next question comes from Stingy. Talk about your tattoos, all of them. Do you have any? I don't have any tattoos. I don't either. Uh, do we want to uh, make up a tattoo for Matt? Um, he has a dick on his dick. <laughs> oh, that's a tricky tattoo. But it's, a,
2: it's a chode on a chode. <laughs> I should have just gone with that right away.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Um,
2: Boy, I missed that opportunity. <laughs>
1: uh, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to... Let's see. I'm going to have him have a really douchey tattoo like right above his dick it says like like uh, place mouth here or something caution yeah. <laughs> caution. caution heavy machinery <laughs> <laughs> yeah there it is <laughs> A little bit. heavy machinery do not operate while intoxicated <laughs> Or do winky face.
2: Or do. Or actually, please ignore that prior message. I've made a huge mistake. It's
1: exactly what I want you to do. Can you imagine he's got like this like brick of text or just like disqualifiers <laughs> that he kept thinking of like afterwards? It's he like, is a lawyer
2: after yeah, all. Like all right.
1: it, he at first just got the warning heavy machinery <laughs> tattoo, then had to get like fine print tattooed underneath. Like, like or There's do. An yeah, like asterisk or do winky face. And then he's like, shit, I forgot something else. And like it's another asterisk tattooed. Like, but. Only if you could give consent. Not <laughs> like another asshole. Can please? <laughs> he turns around and it's just
2: a list of names on his ass. <laughs> yeah, right? And then he's got the register on his ass. Yep, yep. Signed it's it's for book. record-keeping
1: purposes. <laughs> like sign the guest book and he gets every guest book. Exactly. Entry it's like you know a fucking bar mitzvah, dude.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's just signed. Oh, nice to see you.
1: <laughs> God, and this is like like the worst. We could file this like worst tattoo ideas ever, but it would be hilarious if someone was willing to mutilate their body that way. Yeah. Uh, someone out there somewhere has done it right. Has or, to. or would do it if you dared them enough. Yeah. Correct. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have any, so here's another question. Do you have any intentions of ever getting a tattoo? Uh, so I mean, I, I didn't ever consciously choose not to, but my whole thing from the beginning
2: was like I recognized that this would be on me for the rest of my life and that I am a – I mean, not I'm not a particularly impulsive person, but it's easy to think you have something that you would want on your body the rest of your life and then not want that, like, later. So um, my rule to myself was always like, okay, if you think of something, um, just sit on it for a year, and if you still want it after a year, then just
1: go get it. And nothing has passed that test so far. So I can't say it won't in the future. Yeah, I've had I've had like two ideas in my head for a long time that I want to get done. The only problem is, is that I have this fear that even if I pick the right artist, that it wouldn't get done to my liking, um, and that's my biggest fear. Not so much that I'd regret them because I've wanted these for like ten years now, but I just don't wow. because I'm like. It's also just, like, a cost thing. I'm just, like, I don't have, like, a $1,000 sitting around that I feel like...
2: Yeah, it sounds like you're describing something very intricate.
1: Yeah, well, so the one... I mean, this is maybe cliche a little bit, but, like, I oh. always wanted, like, a like a nature scape that has, like, a wolf howling on it, because the last name, obviously. Um, right. And I want that to be, like, a half sleeve on my right arm. And then my left arm, I always want it to be... I, I've. I think I've always wanted it to be Star Wars. I go back and forth about like Fuck yeah. but like I always kinda you know it you know like the old poster of like the original first yes. poster where it's like Luke with the lightsaber, the with the lightsaber light. up, yep. I want that, you know, like with that whole scene, but then like to make it round out nicely as a tattoo, yeah. I would do the um either Vader's head or the the Death Star is like the the circular part of my shoulder mm. to sort of like end it off, you know what I mean?
0: Oh, um, cool. That sounds
1: dope. Yeah, I always thought that would oh, be yeah. really cool. So someday I'll get that. But, like, again, I'm just, like, I'm so afraid that even if I do all the research and I find, like, the perfect tattoo artist, that it would get done. And I'd be like, oh, this isn't exactly how I pictured it. <laughs> or, if I, or if I find the right artist, they're going to, like, charge me, like, $25,000. I mean, that. I think that's how it works, dude. If you want to get it perfect, you got to get the right person. They're going to yeah. cost a lot of money. And you get, you get what you pay for. So, yeah. Yep. Hit the corner, so, bro. Someday I will still do it though. Like I've been resolute on wanting to get those for a number of years now. And someday I'll just go forward and do it. Um, I also know that like when I whenever I decide to get it done, I have to get it done quick because having like an unfinished tattoo on my arm for like two years would make me really pissed off. Like if I was like, Oh, I'll pay for this one session and then, you know, wait like two years till I have, you know, enough disposable income and enough time to get it done again. Like, I'd be like, no, I need to get the, I'm going to set aside like four straight weekends and I'm going to get the fucker done like in four weeks. Right. Um, now that's going to be it. Because um, otherwise it would just, it would drive me nuts. I wouldn't like looking at a half finished fucking thing on my arm. Yeah. For a long time. And you just look like a broke boy. Like, oh, I got half the tattoo. Exactly. Exactly.
3: You've got mail.
1: Um, all right. We got one more that came in while we were recording, but I'm going to do it because it's specifically for you. So you get to have your own moment. Just like, oh, oh, like wow. That. Uh, so sh- this isn't this is a basketball question. So I guess we have to unrevert ourselves from after dark again. It's daylight, daylight
2: savings time. <laughs> yeah, th-
1: yeah, spring forward. Um, so Schwin from the Discord asks, uh, please rehash the Carmelo Anthony trade debate with Wax, specifically presenting James's point of view that it was a terrible trade. So like Zach, the like the actual Mellow trade that happened. Yeah, the actual Mellow trade. So the floor is yours. Present the Mellow trade is a terrible trade present it as
2: a terrible trade yes um you have to be presenting it from james's point of view i don't oh oh i have to pretend to be james yes yeah well why would you trade for a fat fucking slob when you have someone as good looking as Daniil gallinari number one let's start there oh wilson chandler too bunch of sexy ass motherfuckers right you're sending him out for this fat piggy boy uh who's gonna come in here and take a bunch of shots from everyone else and no one likes him. Everyone knows that. Uh you can see it from the second he got here. No one likes him. The only good season they had with him was when they stumbled into it by accident because Amari got hurt. Uh and then they never did it again because Fat Boy didn't want to play like a fat boy. He wanted to he wanted to be a three, right? Oh Mel's gonna be a three. So uh and you know, um yeah, I mean, that's all I got, because honestly, I, I don't really think any of this is true. But
1: You also have to bring a, up, uh, you have to say that um, Carmelo is, uh, James always brings up like that he's unfaithful to his wife. Oh, right. Um, well, was
2: I, he at the time?
1: Probably. Yeah, that came out. like <laughs> Statistically, you know. Shortly after his next tenure, that whole thing with that girl in Chicago came out or whatever. Oh, I don't even remember that um, shit. Yeah, it was like that whole story about it was like a grad student in Chicago that he was like hooking up with or whatever. And she wow. like sort of outed it because he was like, like breaking it off with her or whatever or something like that. I don't know. Um, it all like came out at one point. I, I forget what the whole story was there. Um, and then there, he made that comment, allegedly, where someone apparently said something to him about like cheating the one time. And he allegedly to someone made this comment that was like, Lala's married. I'm not or something like that. Oh, uh, which was another thing that was like used against him for years, as far as that's all concerned. So yeah, James definitely would have brought that up. Um, okay, or I mean, whatever.
2: All things considered, that's not that bad.
1: No, <laughs> sorry. I mean,
2: <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, there's far, far worse. I do not care about that. I'm yeah, I don't.
1: My personal stance on most of that sort of stuff, unless it like affects the team on the court, like the Derrick yeah, Fisher thing, image, for example. That. Like, Derek Fisher, like, getting beat up at practice. By or Tony Martin, Parker, or even? Was that ever confirmed true? What, the Matt Barnes thing?
2: Uh, no, no, the Tony Parker.
1: Uh, oh, yeah, I heard life. about the Tony Parker thing, too, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that was ever confirmed. but that Yeah, was is that an movie. urban legend? I feel like everyone knows about that. Who's, whose wife was it that he lived? I don't remember. Banged before Eva Longoria or whatever? Like I don't know. Tony Parker's such a
2: fucking... Like, he's just, like, a dude, too, you know? I mean, he's obviously
1: Tony Parker, but, like... If you didn't know who he was, you just walking by him on the street. It's like, okay. <laughs> it's because he's a French basketball player. Like he's probably suave as shit. Yeah, me, like like uh, Mister Fournier. Or like Frank. Or, or Nemo. Or, or Nemo or our good buddy that's Nemo, Nemo. Who we haven't heard from in like two months, Nemo. I know. Up, I DM'd right? him. He's good. I spoke to him a little. Oh, that's good. Nemo's Nemo safe. Everyone. Nemo, I come got... back. Send us questions. again. Yeah, come back, bro. Um. He's anyway. Anywho, all right. I think this is about time to wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, so, Zach, do you have anything you want to promote before we go? Other than uh, all the movies that we just did, like ten minutes. Ago? Yeah. No, but I do want to promote to you specifically. Do you? You have Xbox, right? Yeah.
2: Do you have Game Pass? No. Number one, get on that. What the fuck are you doing? Number two,
1: Guardians of the Galaxy is on Game Pass, and it's oh, so it. much fun. I have it already. I just haven't played. Oh,
2: dude, it's so much
1: fun. I I only played the first mission. And I was having so much fun. Yeah, that's what I heard. I, I bought it uh, over Black Friday and just kind of put it away for like, I'll play this when I have time. See, um, this is why you just get Game Pass, dude. It's just on there. You just play it. Yeah, see, but like, honestly, the amount of games that I buy, it's not worth getting Game Pass anymore. Like, it, if this was like seven, eight years ago, it definitely would have been worth it. But as it stands now, I buy like two games a year. So it's not worth it. So mm, like just, for, just for your record, uh, yeah.
2: two games a year would be $120. And um,
1: Game Pass is $10 a month so except, except for i don't buy games at full price generally, so, so your math is wrong yeah but i don't buy games at full price so oh uh, i usually buy them when they're on sale oh uh, usually did you buy nba 2k yeah i did buy it ha you're outed i
2: don't want yeah, to
1: hear it. 2k I, is on there by the way that is the one game i buy like every single year so yeah I, yeah
2: it, 2k it, is uh, on game pass i think <laughs> you think
1: yeah but doesn't think. it get I on there after, like doesn't it get on there after like two months yeah, yeah. So I'm not gonna wait two months. I want it day one. That's <laughs> one game I always want day one.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're asking <laughs> for my reasons, and I'm giving them to you. <laughs> my um, neighbors
2: think I had a child overnight. This I will
1: career. say, I will say, my one, uh, uh, my one regret recently with games was I bought, I bought into the hype, and I got Elden Ring, and I definitely could have waited till that game went on sale eventually. Wow.
2: So you bought. So you already named two games that you bought at full price after adamantly insisting <laughs> that you don't buy anything well, at full price. I don't, Stop telling on yourself,
1: Alex. Yeah, that's probably like my one full price game for this year, but Probably. And, probably yeah. not. It's March or so. Yeah. Actually I bought Pokemon also. But that's a <laughs> that, fucking but, liar. That's not applicable regardless, because that's it's actually, true. That's true. But you're so, still a fucking liar. Um but anyway. Uh yeah, it's so I I tried it. And it, I could definitely see the appeal, and it's good. But I am so like, I haven't played video games like consistently in so long that going and trying to play a game that's that fucking hard, right away. I was just like, bro, like I don't, I don't have the reflexes for this right now. Oh you know, I'm my just god, my you have the refl- Why are
2: you talking like you're seven
1: years old? I mean, it's just no gaming. Go okay, well,
2: practice, just, you son of a bitch. That's the whole point. I, I
1: some of us fucking are, you know, spending all their nights doing basketball shit every fucking day of the week. That's yeah, like. true. Um, don't do that. I can't help <laughs> don't it. Don't do that. I host a daily that. podcast. What do you think I have time? No, for? just don't do that. Um, it's fine. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll. You know what? You know what? I'll promote what I'm playing to get back in video game shape. Is Red Dead Redemption 2. So, I'll promote Red Dead Redemption 2. That game is amazing. I
2: don't see how that's going to help you with Elden Ring, but good luck to you. It's just getting me back in
1: like the getting the video game muscles flexed again. What, video game your thumbs moving? It's it's a brain thing. It's like a reaction time thing. <laughs> a reaction time thing
2: in Red Dead Redemption 2?
1: Yeah. There's mm. things you have to react to. I well, yeah. Your, your dead meter only lasts so long, then you got to start just shooting and being oh accurate God. and shit. Oh, God. Anyway, all right, fuck no, you. No. All right. This is
2: I, <laughs> That's <laughs> what I was like Finally, I just needed you to, to right. acknowledge defeat. Uh,
1: this is yeah, this you're the same person that once like called me a clown for not finishing video games and I'm like, I can do Yeah, you still want didn't finish, finish Fallen Order. You're no, a fucking
2: idiot. Go finish <laughs> Fallen Order. What's wrong with you? Number one, that's the best Eld that's the best warm-up for Elden Ring itself because it's a soul's ripoff but it's much yeah. easier yeah and two you're missing out on the end of this fucking game as a star wars fan and i can't even spoil it for you because it's it's so fucking awesome
1: just go fucking finish the game please all right fine someday someday jesus i actually did think about that the other day and then there was a little part of my brain that said i want to keep spiting zach by not playing <laughs> uh, so. i can't blame you
2: i yeah. i would also spite me
1: yeah i it's so much fun you're so much fun to spite honestly uh, i agree Anywho, all right, this is... Oh, Matt's not here to look up the episode number so I can say whatever number I want. This has been episode 57 and a half of Nick's Mail.Bag. That's actually probably not that far off. Uh, thank you all for listening. We will be back in two weeks with this crew, maybe full, maybe partially like this again. Who knows? Who's to say? Who's to say if Matt will be a volleyball world champion by then or not? Uh, but I, I hopefully we'll have our answers by then. But till next time, thank you all for listening. We will be back making boots. Peace out.